For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks. Did you know two out of Three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they are 35. Go to keeps.com slash Nate to get your first month of treatment for free. That is keeps.com slash Nate for your first month free. Uh, also, that is special uh, that is special occasion is coming up. So get the gift that will last forever from Paint Your Life. Get a custom painting for your loved one for a limited time. Get 20% off your painting and free shipping Text the word Nate to 64,000, 64,000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Hey, guys. I'm not on this week's podcast, but I still came in anyway to tell you about Everyman Jack. That's how much I care about it. Everyman Jack, men's care. It's naturally derived, outdoor inspired. Look for them at Target, Walmart, Amazon, or everymanjack.com. A perfect gift for Mother's Day, Trade Coffee. They partner with the country's best craft roasters to give you the freshest and best tasting coffee in the world. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters supporting the local economy in small towns and big cities. They're offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Go to drinktrade.com slash Nate and take their quiz to find coffee that you love. And finally, life is busy and your well-being is important. Athletic Greens makes it so easy to get the vitamins you need every day with one scoop. For a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs, go to athleticgreens.com slash Nate for a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase, athleticgreens.com. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. Uh, I'm Nate Bargetzi, sitting here with uh, Aaron Weber. Justin Smith, filling in for Brian Bates. What's up, buddy? Uh, what's up? Oh, saying to me? They're just anybody. Oh, yeah, Did anybody you? out there? Everybody's a buddy. Everybody's a buddy. Everybody's at home listening. That's right. Uh, buddies. So, welcome to the show. Uh, this is, uh, you know, we've recorded this one as a, a backup. I don't, I don't know if I ever should. Are you supposed to say that? I don't think people mind it. I think people like to know. 
I like to know. Mm-hmm. I think I like as long as you're consistent, you're yeah, just yeah. like, hey, I got something That's this true. week. You, you're put. I, we know you're busy. We, we know, know you're busy. busy. I got. I don't, I don't have a lot going on, but you know, like Justin is wide open. <laughs> wide open. <laughs> uh, we're doing this for Justin. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, the audience, buddy. audience, is it? We won't release it. We're yeah. just going to send it to Justin <laughs> YouTube only. <laughs> Justin, you need some chin work. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, it's an audition tape, basically. Yeah. What's chin work? Just like the way you hold your oh chin yeah. Do they do they call it chin work? I don't know. I haven't I haven't I haven't taken any classes yet, so I don't. Is know. it is there a way to hold your chin? <laughs> oh, for sure. Is there like when just, you, yeah when you when you're when you're when you're sitting when you're on camera you yeah. want to make sure that you're not slouch you know it's like it's all uh, just facial placement and stuff. Well, didn't you and Jay Cutler talked about the trick of your putting your tongue on the top of your mouth when you smile? Yeah. For a picture. Yeah. It's gonna lift up your neck. Yeah, I want to work on my smile. I mean, I, I mean <laughs> that's pretty rough, right there. We were just talking about how, yeah. how like I can't. Justin's over here. He goes, I just look the worst when I smile. Oh I yeah, do. it's just it's awful. Like, it's anytime, just bad. Anytime for a picture, I don't. I still don't know. Like, I know it sounds like a Will Ferrell yeah. thing, but I, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, how do you smile? <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Oh, that is bad. that is I'm tough to you, look at. I'm telling you, it's yeah. so bad because I like I have to make myself. Yeah. Do so it. what do you do? Just, you just don't smile that you often. You just go. <laughs> both of them look like you're not so, happy to be in the or, picture. Or I do. Or I do. smile and regular face. They're both like I can't use any of this. <laughs> I try to do the the hip hop pose sometimes, yeah. where it's like you cross your yeah. arms and you chin up. As, chin up. You yeah. have to do that. You have to just mean mug and be like, yeah, "This yeah. is what I do." And you want to be like, listen, man, I'm so happy, but just trust yeah. me. If I would have like smiled, it would have been way worse. It's like a soft smile. Like you got to. I always <laughs> just say, you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see pictures. I take pictures with people afterwards, and I just like, it looks so forced. Not forced. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just think to go big. I'm. Just, I'm not. I am happy. Yeah. Uh, yeah sure. But you're trying to make sure, and then it looks. Because it don't be every picture you take with someone. You're like next. You know, it's like that's what that would feel like. Yeah. So you were, you're like, I am happy to take these pictures. It's cool. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. It's such a struggle, though. I mean, I, I just it is I, a weird. I think I would imagine, but most people think that you either like have a great smile, or you just your whole life is figuring it out. It's like you're either born with it or not with a smile. Being photogenic is a is a real thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. Also, there's tricks to it. Like I have friends of mine that are like IG people, and they like. She, I had a full-on conversation about how it took her two years to figure out how to look natural on, like, when oh, she yeah. takes pictures. And you're like, and she goes, I go, there's no way. Like, you look at her now, and you're like, oh, there's no way. And then she showed me photos when she started, like, doing. Mm-hmm. She left Instagram. all those up? And No, no, no. She sent them to me. She's like, she's like, these have been long since been taken down. Mm. But she goes, this is the evolution of it. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Uh, you you yeah. can't tell somebody's like, oh, this is awkward. I would love to see that. I mean, it's it was bad. Yeah. That's interesting to even see it. Like, I would love to see how much better it gets to know, like, should you even, is it, you know, because then you'd be like, oh, yeah, this should be, you should work on this. Like, mm-hmm. there's a big difference. Oh, yeah. And so that's interesting. That's interesting. If y'all ever see me in the future pictures and it's like, <laughs> it's like a new hole. <laughs> You're regressing. I just get worse I at go, it. Oh, you do a blue steel, like, yeah. just straight on. Yeah. I, I just always look like I went. <laughs> I do a nice, you ever see pictures of me, a good one is I'm always like, I just raise my eyebrows up, uh-huh. and you're like, that's enough. They get it. Looks like this guy's having a good time. Uh, so much fun. So much fun. 
Christian Moscoso. 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 When I was in elementary school, I had a teacher who used to say that every night we go to bed being less dumb. I do not think he took into account the fact that I would listen to y'all weekly. On Wednesdays, I'm pretty sure I go to bed a little dumber. Best case scenario, may break even. But what I know for sure is that on a Wednesday, I definitely go to bed happier. And that's, that's what it's there. It is. Yeah, that's we're not here to make you smarter. All right, happier. I spent my whole life breaking even. <clears throat> yeah, just, I've been break in a even. deficit for a while. <laughs> uh, Emily Camp. Last night, our family went to the park to throw the frisbee around. <laughs> I just sometimes my rhythm of a sentence is. I can even tell, like, it's so bad. Last night, our family went to the park to throw a Frisbee around. Throw the Frisbee yeah. around while my... Uh, yeah. <laughs> while my husband, two older children, and I were passing and catching the Frisbee, our four-year-old with autism, who didn't start talking until last January, was ran- running around and shouting, uh, shouting, let's go, folks, over and over again. He thought it was hilarious. I was trying to figure out where he could have heard that, then I realized I always listen to your podcast with him in the car. Thanks for keeping it clean. Look at that. Well, let's go, <laughs> folks. That's for you. That's so cool. Yeah. Yelling it, you know, let them know. That's, that's, awesome. how, that's, how, that's how we need to get the mm-hmm. word out. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. He's going to be saying that for 30, 40, 50 yeah. years. That's, yeah. I like cause, it. Because once you get into like somebody with autism's repertoire like that, it's there forever. Perfect. Yeah. Wait till that conspiracy theories episode sinks in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Matthew Hawkins. So my wife changed my life a few years back when she brought, bought me this cereal bowl. It's, it's a, it's got a top part for the cereal, a bottom part for the milk and a little slide between your cereal will never get soggy. It's truly awesome. Wow. So you scoop it over there whenever you want. Oh, let me see that top. Do a video. Video kind of gets to the point quicker than you. Going super fast. <laughs> yeah, so you got half of it. You just pour the milk. Oh, yeah. I, I already don't like this. It's, yeah, I can I don't know. I don't mind it. I understand it. Now. I understand it. Yeah, it's like it would be amazing. So it's got one half is where you put the cereal. The other half is where you put the milk. And then you can kind of slide around a little few pieces yeah. at a time. And you save milk, which is good. I, don't, I think you'd end up using I don't think so. Milk. It doesn't look like it. I feel like you have to. I don't refill. know why those people are eating in a towel. <laughs> I'm on. I'm not on board with it because of that. That would be the reason. There's. There you go. You had me until you had them come in a towel and robe and eat cereal. Like two robes, maybe in the morning they got it for breakfast, but she has a towel and you're eating cereal next to. Oh, God. And his rub doesn't fit. His rub does not fit at yeah. all. Yeah. What is who? What do they think? I mean, what do you think when you do an ad and you go <clears throat> at the end of it, you're like, well, we want to know couples do it. All right, well, why don't you show yeah. a family eating? Yeah. That's who eats cereal. You're like, no, we'll show uh, kind of a sexy couple come. And you're like, well, what, who cares if they eat cereal? And what are they looking at? They're just looking down at, and at the wall. Yeah, they look in the away. Counter? They eat the cereal and look out into their living room of nothing. You're oh. looking at places where you should be sitting and you're not. That's a family that goes to bed dumber. <laughs> You want to go have cereal and just stare into the living room? Is there windows? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's just our furniture. We'll look out amongst our furniture and our beautiful picture that we have. How would you even 
I what do you tell them when you're acting? You're like, so what do you want us to do? Uh, you know, they, they tried sitting down, I'm sure, and his robe kept coming open. <laughs> and they're like, well, that's no good. This is a small. Yeah. And then they go, uh, all right, well, just come stand and eat it. And they probably ate it over. I guarantee they ate it at the camera. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, this is a cereal commercial. It's probably a little too revealing. Yeah. And they're like, you want to just do something else? And he's like, we're already here with the stuff on. So, you know, what What if y'all grab the cereal and just, uh, we don't show the product. By the way, the end of this video is not showing the product. It's showing the backs of two people. <laughs> Nudging each other. Yeah. Like kind like of it's a, a Seinfeld sketch almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They don't show the end of it. That's crazy, dude. Also, they don't and put, his towel looks like his robe looks like it got a hole in it. They don't put milk in it. Yeah, and they look. I mean, I, yeah. All right. I I mean I I'm furious. With this. Yeah, that's crazy. Look how they stack, Nate. What oh. a, what a feature. Yeah, I like that. I might be back. Like it's a yin. All right, I might be back oh, on. Yeah. yeah. I look. I'm not against this idea. Their ads are. That's ridiculous. So. Uh, Derek Visor, Visor, Derek spells it D R E K the correct way. That's my brother. So we spell mm -hmm. it like that. When we were kids, my family relocated to Pittsburgh. My brother Dean thought this would be a good time to start going by the name Scott, since he'd since he'd always wanted that name. Purely by coincidence, our new neighbors saw a TV commercial about missing kids and thought one of them looked exactly like Dean. Since he was telling everyone his name was Scott, this confirmed their theory. <laughs> Within a few days, my mom got a visit from two FBI agents who demanded to see Dean who demanded to see Dean's birth certificate and baby pictures. Thank goodness she believed the badges looked legit and put away the gun she had carried to the door before opening it. <laughs> Otherwise, our childhood would have been a lot different. That's a different childhood. That could go two ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I just like a mother that would carry the gun to the door. Yeah. Like, Thanks I, for talking while I took a drink. Uh, <laughs> you got it. I know. Just, I was waiting for someone of y'all to do it. I got uh, you back. The guy that's on the podcast every week bailed. <laughs> I wanted to see Justin. Yeah. yeah. I, I got it. I it. When I you started drinking, it. I kind of go. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I think something. I didn't realize you were taking a drink. I was just like, I was, I was going to hop right. in on the gun thing. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I like a, a protective I do, mama. I do. I like it. I like it. She's like, yeah, this looks real. We talked about Justin. If you could just pick another name, would you stick with Justin? You pretty happy with what I you're I mean, I would find a better showbiz name, that's for sure. Justin really? Smith just sounds like a guy that's going to do your taxes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not even good taxes, like like an H&R Block guy, oh, you know? That's who I use. I, don't, uh, I mean, I'm just... <laughs> I think you'd give him that name a little more status. <laughs> Justin Smith, I don't think... Is a tax guy. I don't think I mean, accountant. I don't think accountant. It just it just feels like a guy like a like a he, somebody started a new life. Yeah, and that's what yeah. It sounds like with. a guy that would have kidnapped a kid that used to be called Dean, now named Scott. Yeah, and you have a little problem with the FBI. Yeah, and then he's got to go relocate. But what yeah. job do you give him? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That's what it, it feels that's like. What a, I'm saying. No. Yeah, that's. True. <laughs> I just got it. But <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. I would. All right. I you would, were like, no way. And I was like, yep. I would believe it. That I need that backstory. It's not just a tax guy. Well, I think Justin Smith has a backstory of of that. Listen, He's been when relocated. Me, when you put me in charge of backstories, things yeah. get a little hairy. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Victor Lowrymore. Low Rymore. Low Rider. I wonder if that's what they just called him. 
Victor Lowrider, and they go, ah, that's fine. Because it, it gets you low, and you're like, well, that's what I'm going to finish with. And he goes, what's well, Ramore? And you go, I do Lowrider, Victor Lowrider. Uh, I hope he's huge or something. <laughs> like, it's like not even, well, he's like, I'm pretty tall. You're like, ah, eh, all right. Several years ago, I decided that if I was asked for my name at a restaurant, I was going to use a something. What is that? Pseudonym. Pseudonym. Oh, the, that's the fake name. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Pseudonym. Not long after I made that decision, I was in the Atlanta airport and I decided to try it out. I stopped at a Chick-fil-A and when I asked for my name, I said Jack. Soon the girl who took my order stepped up to the counter with a bag of food and drink and said, Jack. All of us looked around expecting Jack to step up and get his order. He did not. Again, and a little more loudly, she said, Jack. All of us looked around again wondering what happened to Jack. Finally, while looking directly at me, she shouted, Jack. And then I remembered, that's me. As I slipped up to the counter, I was sure the girl who took my order and the others waiting for the orders were wondering, what is wrong with this idiot? I took my food and with a half smile said to the girl, sorry, jet lag. She said with some anger in her voice, I called your name three times. I ducked away as fast as I could and didn't look back. That's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> use a fake name. You got to stick to it. You got you to gotta have the backstory. That's, that, that's what makes me not use a fake name because I, I, I don't feel I have the confidence for it. I think, you know, some people can do that and they like it. I, I, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I feel and it was not like because I think they might know me. Before anybody would ever, I, I would never would be feel comfortable. Yeah, to be like I'm building, and then be like, and just have people quiet. Like I, I don't like it. I'd be like, ah, that feels weird. What if it was your middle name? You might respond to that reflexively without even thinking about it. Lee. Yeah. Uh, if you heard Lee, Lee, that might make you. You turn around. I don't know. I hmm. don't think I would. Interesting. I don't think I would turn around. Lee. No one says Lee. Yeah. It, no one. I don't think I turn around for my middle name either. What's your middle name? We don't we don't gotta get into it. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Is it that's Carl. Carl? Yeah. Justin Carl Smith. Yeah. <laughs> it does. And that's why. That's why right there. Justin Carl Smith. You get to say Lee and nobody blinks an eye. All of a sudden you throw Carl in there. Carl and Lee hang out together. Yeah. Carl yeah. Lee together sounds yeah. like one guy's name. Yeah. That's like when you got in show business, you're like you're like, I don't know if I like Justin. You go, well, well do your middle name, dude. And you go what is that? You go, it's Carl. Go <laughs> Justin's sounds goes, pretty good. Yeah. How do you feel like Oh, just doing the road a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what have you set your sights on? I wouldn't set it on Hollywood, but I would set it on just a strong road schedule. <laughs> Justin Carl Smith. Sounds like a guy that needs to mediocrely play the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right when you walk in, how you doing? I'm Justin Carl Smith. All right, where's your stuff? We'll go ahead and plug it in. <laughs> they just sound ask. check. Yeah. What's your, how many sound cues you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Justin Carl Smith does sound like a comic that's going to just have. He's like, so you come in a day early like normal, and you go, what? He goes, you're Justin Carl Smith, right? You do the guitar stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, that's great. Matthew Tanner. I'd like to hear if Nate ever considered trying out for SNL. I know a lot of times SNL comes to check out comedians in New York, but I have never heard Nate speak on that. Uh, no, I had no. If I would have ever thought to try out, maybe I could have wrote. I could have wrote a package or packet mm-hmm. to try to be a writer on it. Would have been the only thing, but no one ever approached me about doing it. 
The, only, the Daily Show is the only thing that I saw your name on a few li- like those buzz lists about people that they would like to see on it. I saw that, but I I know yeah, yeah but that's I, like someone yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you were I'm I remember for a couple years seeing because I because I messaged them to you, mm-hmm. but it was like I remember seeing you on lists and stuff. Yeah, that I would be on it. that people that like people that I knew that wrote different yeah. things. Like you were, I feel like you were always in the conversation whether you it was real or not. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's yeah that was none of it was real, but it was it was cool to see. I remember doing it like mm-hmm. people saying it. So it's okay. The first time you go on, you'll host it. That's fine. Yeah, that's I'd what I would say. That'd be cool. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, James Elam. One time I was seeing Nate at the Arlington Draft House in Virginia. While I was looking for parking before the show, I found a spot with an old mattress in it. Me and my friends thought. No one would take the space because they didn't want to touch the mattress, so we got out and moved it and took the space. Walking out of the parking lot into the front door of the venue, I then saw a car with Nate, and the host pulled into the par- packed parking lot going towards the space we took and realized we just took their spot. Sorry about that, Nate. You know, this sounds somewhat... Wait, this sounds maybe somewhat familiar. I think it does sound familiar. Do they not have funny. a cone in the sparking lot? Yeah, you think they would have a cone. I think a cone would be better. <laughs> than an old mattress? Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Arlington Draft House is a great club. Great club. I'm headlining there in August. Oh, yeah? That's yeah, great, dude. First time. It's a, it's, yeah. it's a, it was, a, it was uh, I, you know, I, I never remember anything. <laughs> but from my memory, one of the first clubs I sold out the weekend. Oh, yeah. If not the first, but it, well, at least one of the first. Arlington Draft House is a great, great club. And it's, uh, you know, they take a lot of comics and you get to kind of grow there and stuff. And DC Improv is great too. Like I know I'm talking about both. They're competitors in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, DC Improv is a legend club, legendary club, and it's like crazy. Ceilings are very low. It's like you yeah. just murder. But Arlington is Arlington's awesome. And uh, it's a lot of comics. Sometimes it's your it's the very beginning they're very cool like looking out for new comics and then mm-hmm. you get a headline there yeah yeah i'm pumped yeah it's awesome it's great uh nicholas butcher <laughs> nicole's butcher i saw nate in Sh- charleston south carolina the batteries on the mic died during the show one thing once things got working again brian brian delivered a new mic nate started talking about doing comedy for soldiers on uso tour with no mic I've never heard him tell that story since. I was wondering what it was like going into war zone and doing comedy. Uh, Nicole's butcher. Uh, trying to, I'm trying to like picture that show. That's so. I do so many shows. It's so funny that the mic goes out and you're like, I don't know. <laughs> like you would think something that big. You'd yeah. be like, you don't remember that. You're like, I don't know. A lot of mics have gone out. Yeah. Uh, but I do. Uh, yeah. So I yeah I did. Uh, when I did the shows with no mic in the USO, have I, I've never told this on you. So we did, you go, it was crazy. The USO tours were amazing. It's always say like, it's one of the highlights of my career. I always, I think if I didn't, would have fell into comedy, I would have probably went to the military. Uh, and uh, I like that camaraderie. I like, you know, everything about it. And uh, so that's why it was so great to go get and perform over there. Cause it was like, I always felt like i some reason was like pulled in that direction. Yeah. And then I thought, well, this, this is why, you know, I'm getting to go this way. And so we did stuff with uh, this guy, Scott Kennedy, who passed away. He's great. He's great. Amazing. And he did, uh, 
I did it with my first time over was with Dustin Chafin. He got us, we went to Bahrain and Djibouti and uh, uh, Kuwait, I think. Uh, and then, so I went with Dustin Chafin first, and then I started going with this guy, Scott Kennedy. And then uh, Scott, Scott would go there like once a month. It was crazy. He'd go two weeks, then come home for two weeks, then go back two weeks. I mean, every month. Mm. And uh, so when we did those with him, he would really target the FOBs, the Ford operating bases. that were just small bases that were just in the middle of like cities uh, in Iraq. And so it's like you would go, sometimes you see those USO tours, like it's still awesome they go do it, but a lot of times they're going to, they go to Kuwait mm -hmm. to the big place. And it's like, you know, it's guys coming or going. It's a reason that they're there. But it's like, Scott would really, we'd go to your base. And I mean, we drove through Baghdad, uh, through the streets of Baghdad, like in a convoy. Mm. I think they got in trouble for it because they were like, yeah, y'all should have never done that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and when you're driving, they have to look at like everything they see. I mean, dude, they drive, it's crazy. They just drive on the side of the road. Like, you know, it's like, it's almost like there's no cars. And uh, you're just driving through the city. We went to that, the Saddam thing where the swords, I don't know, but that's Saddam. The, the statue? The yeah. statue thing? No, not the statues of Saddam. What's the gold soul, swords in uh, in Baghdad? Like the Welcome to Baghdad sign? Yeah, I guess it's like their airport sign, so maybe it's not <laughs> Saddam sign. The uh, Victory Arch? Yeah, maybe it's, look at the Victory Arch. Uh, uh, yeah, that, no, that that's thing. right here. Yeah, yeah. Victory. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, that's actually four. Is that because they won victory over Saddam? Uh, so... <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't feel is. very positive walking. I got into. a picture right under it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, the picture's somewhere, but uh, it was a little. It was a, a fat, bloated Nate that he stood <laughs> under there, and uh, yeah, finished in '89. Oh, for dedicated to fallen Iraqi soldiers. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I took a picture there, and then uh, stayed in Saddam's palace. Uh, it was crazy to go, we walked around that, like, you know, you'd see where Saddam's kids, where his, his sons had a palace. I mean, you, you, it's like pulling into a neighborhood, like kind of, and you're like, oh, well, like, you know, you take a right, left, right. And that's where his, his sons lived, like in a cul-de-sac, basically kind of <laughs> together. Yeah. So, you know, and Saddam had the big thing and Saddam would do, uh, what I remember, like you could see where they hit because they hit like his sons, like right. when they first attacked, they hit like his son's palace. And so like you could see it. I stayed at that. I hit golf balls in that water. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Yeah. And they, uh, so you would stay, when you go in there and stay, there's a famous picture where Saddam got, or Saddam was interviewed by Barbara Walters. Mm -hmm. And I sat in those seats. Uh, Saddam was there. And he, he did not like my question. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. I was like, he was pretty cool about everything. Uh, so he painted everything. There was, everything's really gold, but it's all gold painted. And the idea of it was it, it looks very rich from everybody outside, but it was like, I mean, he would have, he had 30 of these palaces oh, and yeah. he made them run as if he was at every one of them. So every palace ran as if he was there. So then that way, if someone tried to, uh, so Ooh, someone tried to kill him. You couldn't tell. You were like, it's not like mails. You know, like the mailbox is full, or like it'd be smoke and the chimney comes out. Well, he's eating breakfast. He's eating yeah. like, and they did it. They, so everybody just ran. You ran it like as if Saddam. So you would make plates, and that way no one could know where he was at. Wow. wow. Yeah, and then uh, did you sleep on one of the beds. 
you slept in a I slept on a bunk in a room and uh but I mean I think a lot I mean a lot of people have obviously stayed in that room. Uh and then so we there we went and drove to all these small bases and I'm driving down the streets and these guys are having to look at like every you see a shopping bag and you're like, what's that? Like that stuff could be all IEDs. And then we went to uh we did Blackhawks too. Uh Blackhawks were crazy. I remember just flying. I've talked about like you're flying, we went to Kirkuk and we were flying over uh Iraq and you're just it's at night mm-hmm. and it's just dark. Yeah. It's just nothing but dark. Wow. Like there's no, you know, it's like you fly over America, you're like there's always little lights. You see cities and cities. Yeah. And well if it's dark, you think, oh, it's farmland. Yeah. You don't realize there's a whole city underneath your feet. Yeah. Well, there. I don't think. Oh, well, it could be. I guess. But I, I'm saying I don't think. I think there was just nothing. I thought you were talking about flying over the city and it was all dark. No, no. I mean, like you just like as you're going to recruit, you're just flying over parts where you're. It'd be like flying over probably parts of Alaska where you're like, you just, yeah. There's nothing here, dude. Like uh-huh. if you're, and it felt like that where you're like, I don't. We're who knows where we're at. Like you know, uh, but uh, saw Abraham's uh, house. Uh, this right before he uh, uh, went to where Egypt before he moved to Egypt. Uh, he gets more <laughs> Abraham. Abraham. Yeah. It goes. Uh, I've been to that house, uh, and it was. I don't think it was like before he moved to Egypt. It was very. How do they? Uh, yeah, he lived there for a while. Then he moved out. Uh, <laughs> is, this, is this is this like Father Abraham? Yeah, son. You, the son yeah, this is where you went right here. I went there, and then uh, but his house. They found his house like next to it, mm-hmm. and you could see it like over next to it. I think it's over there. They done did it, but the floors they redid the walls. You could see, you could look at another. I don't think zoom in. All right, there you go. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you're looking. You just thought right here. I'll just zoom in more, and you're like, all right, dude, uh, go that one the bottom, the middle left, right here. Uh, yeah, that that that's the whole thing. That wasn't yeah. So. That's the uh, birthplace of Abraham. And then, uh, so I walked in all this. And so the walls were built for the layout of it, but the floor is all the floor he would have walked on. And uh, and so he went to Egypt, right? Was it, uh, I wish no. I knew more about that story. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Oh, great. I was, tr- I was trusting you. <laughs> uh, I was trusting you the whole time. Thinking of Moses? Yeah. Moses. No, I think it's, I think he did, you know, I think he had to get out. I think, you, he, I think he turned 18, left his parents' house, and, you know, turned some metallic on and, yeah. like, <laughs> and, then, and drove off to, I mean, look, there's cars there. Uh, so he took one of those. But so we walked around the floors, uh, um, the floors of that. And it was crazy because the Pope was going to go there and, uh, or the, uh, bless it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Saddam, like it was all set up and he's going to go and then Saddam said no. Uh, mm. And didn't, and never got to do it. And so when you go, you give the guy that runs it, all the soldiers have to give that dude money to kind of like keep, because there's one guy that kind of keeps it up. And like, you know, and you're in a place that they don't care that it's, the whole country is just Historic. where Abraham walked. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like, yeah. but yeah, it's, but you th- always like think about it. Maybe that's it now. Maybe there's, oh, they actually, you can't, if that's it, you know what's crazy? If they have that now, where you got to walk around it on the wood, I walked on it. If that's hmm. like that's what's so crazy now, they'd be like, "Oh, you can't walk." It's in all it. fenced off now, man. I mean, I could also. Crazy. I remember thinking, I go, if this was anywhere else, I wouldn't be able to get within ten feet of it. Yeah, 
And this time, the guy was like, "Yeah, yeah, come on." And we just walked. We just were hopping off on the floor, up and down, like like we lived there. And I, I was just like, "God, this is so crazy that we get to walk on this." Like, yeah. I also can see you being the guy that like you go and you're walking around and. So a bunch of guards come up and like, hey, what are you doing? You can't do this. And you're like, no, no, no. The guy said it was okay. And they go, what guy? Yeah. And you go, yeah, the guy I gave money to. And you go, yeah. oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. He's gone. He goes, yeah. He goes, this is where we park trailers here. I go, oh. It's not, oh, I thought Abraham lived here. It says here. bus goes, parking in English. Yeah. Go, Why would Abraham live here? He's in Egypt. He says, <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Abraham went straight to Egypt. I think he was born right outside Egypt. Town, suburb, born in a suburb of Egypt. The suburbs of Egypt. Yeah. Like, what are you, what are you crazy? Like, are you serious, dude? <laughs> We're something new every day. All right. Who knew? Uh, but anyway, long story, I, that USO tour, uh, the USO one with no mic is I, we went to uh, some na- some soldiers. I want to say they were SEALs or something, or Rangers. And we went to their base with the economy for them at uh, 8 in the morning, right when they got back from a mission. Oh. And there was no microphone. And I stood in front of a, and it was, you know, it was like, we, we landed in a helicopter, got out, did it. We're basically going back. They just go back. We were like, we don't need to do this mission. Like they've been out all night. Yeah. And so you're like, it's like, we don't. You also got to hope that mission went good. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go, uh, we, I go, we don't need to do comedy. And they go, no, no, you came all the way here. They're going to watch it. And you're like, oh. <laughs> and then so we stand in a chow hall, like, and we're doing no microphone. And there's a buffet behind me. I remember when I was up there, one guy just went to the buffet. And I mean, he's like, I have to move at one point in the middle of a joke. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm doing like whatever my old, like, I don't, Bahrain joker, you know, there's snakes in Honduras. And I'm like, oh, sorry. And then, so two snakes, go, he like, and, just, and he just walked by and got his food and left. And uh, it was, they, they were all great. It was, you know, it was a, it was a weird, I mean, they didn't come back to expect to see uh, a comedy show at 8 a.m. And then, and it's like, I don't know, dude, can I just go lay in my bed? And they're like, no, you got to do it. Go watch them. I did your thing. I remember you talking about how good it feels to do an early set. I did an early corporate last weekend Mm. and I, uh, it was awesome. Awesome. I had a set later that night, but I was like, dude, I already, already did. I feel great. dude. feel great. You already worked. Mm Mm-hmm. Feel like you snuck one in, right? Yeah, everybody else didn't work. You go, I'm already. Yeah, like what have y'all been doing? Man? I'm already yeah. one deep. I already it's did clocking, a set, dude. It's clocking hours, and you got it's an hour that no one else got. Mm-hmm. It's the what's the best feeling ever? Uh, Tom Sites, do you have a contracted timeline with Netflix for the next taping, or do you let them know when you are ready? How do you know when the material is complete? Uh, when the booze stop. <laughs> And <laughs> that would be a funny way. Eventually they stop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I I could tape one now. I, I I'm glad that I'm not. I'm glad that I'm getting to fix everything. But I'm we're ready. Uh, there's plans. I don't know what. There's nothing concrete. Nothing I can announce. Nothing I can could say. But the the idea. I ha, I know what I want to do and where we want to do it. So, uh, but we haven't, yeah, it would just be you, yeah, you like for a comic, you just talk, you, you can't talk to them. You got to go talk to Netflix first. Cause I did one last with them or that's what I do. And then, uh, you know, and we see where it goes from there and then hopefully it's on Netflix again. Uh, I would like it to be. Mm-hmm. And so we would do another one and then, uh, you know, but 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all different. It all, it, weirdly, it changes every year. Because I think you're just whatever you get. You know, the beginning, you're like, thanks for letting me. And I'm still, I'm always going to be, thanks for letting me even do this. But it's like the way it goes. Like, it is it is weird now to kind of be like, we're like, well, we want to tape it here. So mm-hmm. then it's like, so let us know if y'all want to do it. You know, yeah. it's like, it's crazy to... But it's all, but it's now it's mutually beneficial. Like yeah. you're, you're both, you're both at a point. Like, so. hey, yeah. we're both like, yeah. I mean, it's not like they. I mean, early on they took a chance on you, obviously, yeah. but like now it's the. Point I tell them, like, I go, I'm the Netflix of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> that's they, how you open the meeting. Open, Listen, go, I'm the Netflix of comedy. Nate Bargetti, the Netflix of comedy. Welcome to this meeting. And they're like, well, we invited you. I yeah. Go, Maybe you did it. Uh. That's, uh, what, that's what the old comedy How do you was. know when the material's ready? You remember that line from comedian Colin Quinn says, yeah. when you're killing and you're miserable? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that <laughs> is a great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big deal. I mean, these people is, laugh. Wow. Yeah. I, did, yeah. I didn't remember that. Yeah, that is a funny. I could see it. It's, yeah, it is. It's like, that, that's a, it's put, he put it the best way. Colin Quinn's so great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it is, it's like, you can get to a point where you're not in the joke. And because you've just told it so much, and you can tell, like, I'm getting tired of telling. This. And it's so bulletproof that you don't even need to be in it. You don't need it, to be in it. Yeah. And you got to remind yourself to be. I've, I like that. I've I worked on that a lot to be present. You know, sometimes you can go up there and you can have just like I don't know a lot of stuff going on or something happens, and then right when you walk on stage, it's like hello, but and then you're in your head, you're like, God, why? Like, why are we going tomorrow? Why are we leaving at two? I don't know. You know, just yeah. something that bugs you. And then you're, but I've gotten a lot better. Like I would have to, I mean, that happens a lot. I think people will be shocked how many times comedians can be up there and their mind can be just, autopilot. You're just, you're, they're in just another world mm-hmm. and you're, and it's not, you don't do it out of disrespect. It's just, your mind is crazy. And you're like, you know, I mean, everybody knows what that means when you're talking. I mean, giving by talking in public would mm-hmm. know, like you could, you talk to anybody, you could be like, dude, I'm not, I'm talking and I'm not even paying attention. Yeah. And so I have to, I do a, uh, a lot of, like, I remind myself of it a lot. And so when I'm up, so I've gotten a lot better over the past year of just, I can pull myself back. I can go, hey, you got to be telling this joke. And it's actually helped me like the jokes more. Cause then I, and then you really look at it as like, I'm talking to this audience for the first time. They have not seen this. Yeah. So they, I want to show them how funny this is or whatever you want to go do but you may it's about them in that room at that moment yeah and so you just go and you just make yourself just keep coming back and go this is not about you who cares about you do your mm-hmm. dumb act and pull your head back into it it's not fair to be thinking you can just you know i think it's a slippery slope if you lose it and it gets hard because like i had one one show on a long run i just i was doing for a couple weeks and you could just feel like yeah i mean it felt like the whole show i was having to like just keep my mind just would start walking off and i have to jerk it back <laughs> and it like sometimes you like do it once twice maybe and, yeah. then, and then sometimes it's like it's like 15 times hard, you're like yeah. and you're like i'm just very i'm worn out mm-hmm. and i need a i need a kind of a, a break yeah and then, you know, and then I was off a week after that. So then I went back well, to normal. Well, I feel like sometimes even just putting in something new or yeah. try, trying to find like a new line or like, I'm going to, I'm going to move, I'm going to flip flop these things or, or a lot of times a good crowd will pull you out of that too. Yeah. Where you walk out and you just, the volume or the way that you can feel their energy. Mm-hmm. Like I, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's bigger or louder even. Yeah. 
Um, I've had I've had shows like the show the other night where it was like it wasn't the biggest crowd and everything mm. like that, but it was like they were so happy. Yeah. To for you to be there, you could feel like the warmthness. Yeah. And the, and like and it 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 pulls you back from yeah. being. Oh, but you feel the appreciation. Oh, 100%. and you go, I need to give that back to them because if you don't, they can tell and they will stop showing up. And that's and rightfully so. They can just go, mm-hmm. you know, or you get a courtesy. They're showing up, you know, just because it's like, well, I might as well go see him mm-hmm. before he dies. <laughs> so, you know, that's what happens when you're when Listen, you're old. You don't though, have to talk yeah. about me. I'm right here. Okay, no, so. <laughs> they go. We got to get there early. Why? I'm trying to see the middle act before he dies. Uh, <laughs> that's basically what he just said. He goes, man, that that floor creaks more and more every year yeah, he comes out. Yeah, <laughs> pretty soon it's gonna be. We have to reinforce it or. <laughs> And it'll be like Ollie Joe Prater would just pull a they're just gonna sheet out sheet off of us. That's what I mean. That's the greatest just thing. Just one ever. one time we're gonna come out and there's just gonna be a there's gonna be a, a fedora on a mic stand with a light on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in memoriam. This is, this is my man right here. Man. Uh do all right. Recently my oh uh Brandon Alderton. Alderton. Recently my dad has made the Seinfeld reference Ukraine is not weak. And I was told it was too soon. I don't think it was, but how do you as comedians toe the line of funny observations and sound like a heartless monster? Uh, toe the line of funny observations. Oh, how do you toe the line? I was reading that wrong. How do you toe the line of funny observations and sounding like a harp, heartless monster? Uh, I have the, the person saying too soon, I'm not on board with. Mm-hmm. That's where I, 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 I don't even care what the joke is, but if someone goes too soon, you're like, well, then you're you, you should not. You should just never tell that person a joke. Yeah, that's for sure. If they're that serious about everything, mm-hmm. I'd imagine in Ukraine there there's some jokes going around. Right. I'd imagine that guy's dad I mean, their guy's pro- does not hate Ukraine. I would imagine <laughs> like the, there's you know it's whatever he did a Seinfeld reference, which makes sense, you know. And you know, and he's saying Ukraine is not weak. Yeah. Like that's not a bad. Also, their leader is a comedian. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Also, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I saw some picture went viral of the, mm. a stand-up show in the like the bomb shelters of yeah, Ukraine. That it's was pretty awesome. cool. That was very cool. And then yeah, they did Ukraine's that week. So it's like some like your dad's making a he's just making a Seinfeld reference. Uh, so yeah, that would. I, but anybody that says too soon, I'm not on board with. Like that, because it's it's that person should, even if I thought, I mean, this is me saying what I think about, you know, which is my whole life is about observation. But I, I would never, if, I would not say too soon. I just wouldn't say anything. I'd walk away, or you'd be like, oh yeah, and then mm-hmm. you move on. Why do I need to say? Why? What does the too soon help? Does it need to like you? You're I. I just it feels weird to. Ber- I mean, I'm even though I'm berating this person for saying too soon, <laughs> yeah. but it's like you know. But everybody knows that feeling of just like when someone goes, "It's too soon, man." And you're yeah. like, "All right, dude." Like I don't. What do you want to do? Right. Like, all right. I'm doing a I mean, Seinfeld reference. I mean, also just be just. I mean, it's not. It's not like they're saying that's bad. Like, it's, yeah. it's saying how that they're not yeah. like they're strong. Like they're strong yeah. people. It's and I don't even understand the idea of being like oh like. Like I think it's in, uh, it's on an individual basis. Yeah. So I I feel like it's like why why are you why are you assuming that we're all on board with what where yeah. you are? I would I would yeah. That took a lot if, to get out. Yeah. His, if his dad <laughs> Ukraine lot. is not weak, just go. Uh, 
I would have said that, and they go too soon. And then his dad should have said, "Well, I'm for Russia, so I don't know what." You're <laughs> That's what I would have said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know what the big deal is, dude. I'm like way on board with Russia. Uh, we're winning. We're winning. Yeah, we're winning. <laughs> he goes, like, what do you what? mean, where? He goes, I'm Team Russia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You go, oh, yeah. I would that your dad. I would just be like, yeah, don't make jokes around that person. Like, you mm -hmm. know, just because it's like, all right, well, they're not fun no more fun for you yeah no more fun for you you know it's like right food, don't they don't you know it's like if they say too soon you're like then it is what it is what i'd love to hear the other side of that they go no no no. he he has russia flags everywhere <laughs> yeah. and you go oh you got a putin mask yeah, he on doesn't, yeah. you're like well we didn't get all the okay <laughs> and you go yeah that's why they said too soon uh david eklund after liberating, liberating Rome during World War II, the Pope gave some of the American soldiers an audience. My grandpa, who was a Methodist from Iowa, went along with some Catholic friends. The Pope came along a row and stuck out his hand. My grandpa was first in line and didn't know the drill, so he shook the Pope's hand. The Pope shook it back. Grandpa didn't realize he had messed up until the Pope continued on and all his buddies kissed his ring. <laughs> Decades later, my grandpa could laugh about it, but it was but about it but was still embarrassed. He always said that the Pope was the only person who ever thanked him for going to war. That's so funny. Wait, so I don't understand. I don't understand yeah. what he was. So he shook his hand and he wasn't supposed to. So I guess there's a ritual that I, I didn't know about, where if the Pope does a public, you know, he mm -hmm. has a ring and you'd kiss his ring, and this Methodist guy just walked up and goes, "Hey, put her there." <laughs> just yeah, shook his hand. How you doing? <laughs> I mean, the Iowa, the Iowa thing he makes goes, sense. He takes his hat off. He goes, Steve Johnson, how you doing? Nice friend. The Pope's got, he's into that golf cart, and he's like, <laughs> it's like hurts his arm because it's like, oh. He goes, all right. And then, and then and then he just turns his hand back this way, and the next person, then they kiss his ring. He's like, well, I didn't know. Why would you? Who would think? I mean, yeah, you're not. He's from America. It would have been weird to assume that. I mean, it is really, it's really awkward when you misunderstand something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. Like, that happened to me. I was at a club. And I was there was a show going on, and a, a server at the club came up to me, and she had like a basket of those like chicken fingers and yeah. French fries, and she came up to me, and <laughs> she she had her mask on, and she was like yeah. she she pointed to me, and I go I was I was I guess I'm hungry, and so I grabbed a chicken <laughs> finger and I dipped it in the sauce and I ate it because she she's offering yeah. me, I yeah. was like it's like sure. And then, and then, but she said something. I didn't really understand what she said. And the way she looked at me, I go, "I'm something's not right." And I go, "What did you say?" And she goes, "Do you want some fries?" Yeah, yeah. Like she, like she couldn't eat the French fries. Oh. So she was offering me fries. Yeah. She can only eat the chicken nuggets. Yeah. yeah. And I took the one third yeah. of her meal. Yeah. I took it and yeah. just right in her face yeah. and left her and said yeah. no to the French you fries. He's just yeah. handed out hors d'oeuvres. Like, oh, yeah. Well, like, if she was still offering something, that's, you know, it's a little bit on her. You're like, yeah. man, Buffalo Helium's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buffalo, is that where it was? Yeah. yeah. Buffalo Helium is great. Uh, there, but, yeah. So I hope, I, yeah, it's a mix of, I don't feel like you can just, you know. What just, I mean, I, I, I felt, I was, I was like, oh, so I I can't yeah I, you know and of course I had to be the, it wasn't like I was like a small yeah. like this is like the things like oh this happens yeah. to me all the time yeah yeah <laughs> like like I can't wait well just I mean I think it's then you know you made it known don't go point food at Justin unless you unless it's open game unless you're ready to lose open, it all is it open unless you're season? ready to lose it all how would you know 
uh, I thought she was gonna tell you like I get, I'm trying to get by. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is somebody. Yeah, and she's like, I need, I need to go that way, and you go, which would be very funny. That's like, she's like, hey, could I? I just kind of try to squeeze by real fast, and you just eat these people's. <laughs> like there's a like there's a toll to get around you, and you go. <laughs> the Justin Smith toll. He stands in the front of the kitchen. <laughs> Whatever they order, you're like, I'd order a little extra of it. And they go, why? We have to pay this toll to get by Justin. He gets a handful of every plate. Yeah, he gets a handful of everything. He tries a little bit of every. You get nachos, and you're like, what happened to this side? As a toll. <laughs> On the menu. It and says- you got him early, and he ain't eating, so... <laughs> When he goes on stage, the doors yeah. lock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would come on. I'd come to the late show. At least he's, you know, he's grazed for a while. Like, he's a little less aggressive. Yeah, it's a little. First show. He I mean, few, you he, might as well order two plates. He lets a few more greens yeah. go. That's <laughs> grazed. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's great. Stephen Nup. Hmm. Took my dad to see Nate in San Antonio. Safe to say, Nate has a new fan. Haven't heard my dad laugh that hard in years. Mom asked when we got home, how was it? My dad said, it was the funniest time out I've had in years. My mom replied, our 40th anniversary party was three weeks. Oh, funnest time out I've had in years. My mom replied, our 40th anniversary party was three weeks ago. My dad replied, so you want me to start lying to you now? (laughs) Nate also lost a fan, so net zero. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> that's awesome. great. Uh, Just breaking even. Yeah, I'd lo- yeah. Uh, one ask, can we get an episode with Nate's sister? I love. Oh, this is from Miriam Gregorio. Uh, we've had Miriam. Miriam before. Gregory. Mi- Miriam Gregory. Yeah. Uh, can we get an episode with Nate's sister? I would love to hear her side of the stories. Thanks for all the laughs. That's never going to happen. <laughs> so. <laughs> No, I think I want to do. We're gonna do one. Uh, I I want to do one with. I, I'll get my Abigail and my brother Derek on. Oh, that would be fun. That'd we can get fun. your twenty three year old son on too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to him about stuff. By the way, you guys are doing great. So uh, yeah, with we, that, he just last oh, night. It's he so said much it. fun. Yeah, last it's so much. Fun yeah, to last watch. night we were. You know, we're recording this early. Uh, I mean, recorded it earlier than when this, you will see this, but we were in uh, Augusta. Georgia last night and he goes dude these people were like so excited he goes I had like I mean five or six people that were like are you his son are you his son <laughs> and so just keep it up you know yeah and and sometimes if, if Chase is not out at the merch table it's because they have the building sell it so sometimes he's not selling it so if you don't see him that's why but he's around but he's around but I mean you don't have to you know it don't but I just you get a heads up if you don't see him that's kind of why sometimes he walks back there and you might see him but uh but a lot but a lot of times he is selling the merch and then you feel free to ask him because <laughs> maybe, maybe that's a new merch idea yeah I saw I don't think he would tell us either like I mean he told us he because he randomly will bring it up I think he kind of just think like you know so I hope like it's it's so good. I think it's, it'll be a long time before he goes. Yeah, dude. A lot of people are saying that. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a comment on Reddit that said, "Can somebody post a picture of Nate's twenty three year old son?" Yeah. And somebody who didn't listen to the podcast was like, "Nah, dude. We should respect his privacy." Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're like, "Don't do this. Like, you don't yeah. need to do this to Nate's yeah. kid." Yeah. yeah, guys, don't. You know, it's crossing the line, guys. You guys, you crossed the line. My wife doesn't even know about him, so <laughs> too far. Uh, so we, uh, we ordered a painting 
that uh, that I thought about uh, that that the way I, I did it is it's this this is called paint your life, and uh, we ordered a painting. Uh, I've showed it to you. It's uh, two different pictures of Harper and uh, her favorite horse, Flame, that uh, she gets to ride at her horse camp. And so there, and it was a picture of like, it was just a picture of her with uh, like a fake horse. And so I thought, well, let's actually put the real horse there for flame. We did it. It was super easy. Uh, I mean, you just up, like you uploaded the two pictures and told them in the online order form, how we wanted them put together. And I mean, a few days later we had a proof and it was perfect on the first try. It's a, it, it was, it was actually a very, very cool gift. And it's a very cool idea. Like if you have, you know, I mean, you could put like if you had your uh, if you want a picture of your dad, Alan Jackson, you could do it. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm just done thinking something. Or you know, it's paintyourlife.com. There's no risk if you do not love the final painting. Your money is refunded, guaranteed. And right now, as a limited time offer, get twenty percent off your painting. That is right, twenty percent off mm. and free shipping to get this special offer. Text the word Nate to 64,000-64000. That is Nate to 64,000. Text Nate to 64,000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Message and data rights may apply. Terms apply. Available at paintyourlife.com. Terms back, or slash term. Again, text Nate to 64,000-64000. Also, keeps... Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. We're two out of three men. I did not. So it looks like it's going to be you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Are you losing your hair at all? You don't think so? Uh, not that I can see so far. Yeah, you're in, we're in good shape. I'm good for now. It's, yeah. I'm going gray. Your but... mom's dad had hair? It did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, until yeah, he died. It did. Uh, did you say it did? Or he did? He did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's his pronouns. It's his pronoun. Yeah, he's getting good. <laughs> That'd be a great pronouns. I go by it. Uh, so give keeps a try. Uh, I mean, more than fifty million in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. I like. I, there's there's a world that I think in the future baldness could be. It's it's could go away. Like mm -hmm. it's like they're really doing stuff. Keeps offers a simple stress free way to keep your hair. There are only two FDA approved medications that can prevent hair loss, and Keeps offers both. They have virtual doctors, consultants. Medication delivered straight to the door every three months. Treatment started at only $10 per month. Prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so act fast. If you are ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash Nate to receive your first month of treatment for free. That is keeps.com slash Nate to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash Nate. Guys, I'm back. I don't know why this seat is sitting so low. Don't know what's going on this episode. <laughs> but I came back to tell you about Every Man Jack's men, Men's Care. On the live podcast, I showed my uh, body wash. I called it Captain Marvel. It's Captain America. Oh, gosh. I know the difference. I just misspoke. But I love it. I'm now doing uh, sea salt body wash. It's great, too. It's uh, You can find them at Target, Walmart, Amazon, everymanjack.com. Kind of like the beach, Kramer. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I got I got uh, uh, some of it today too. It's three good stuff. One. It's three good and stuff. One. Yeah. yeah, I'm a big three and one fan. Yep, it's Loaded body wash, deodorant, skincare on one. You can nourish your hair and your beard. 
since inspired by the great outdoors without any of the harsh chemicals like parabens. Not sure what that is, but I bet it's bad. Dyes, we know about that. Dyes aren't good. They can be a great bracelet to your skin and leave it feeling dry. This is clean. It's naturally derived ingredients. Everyman Jack uses responsibly made packaging. You can find it at Target, Walmart, Amazon, or everymanjack.com. When I have to buy coffee for the house, I always buy the worst stuff. My wife hates it. She's very particular about the kind of coffee she drinks. But I signed up for Trade, which is a proud sponsor of Nate Lane. It connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from all over. They partner up with Trade. You fill out a, you know, you answer some questions, what kind of stuff you like, and then they go, well, we got you. They send you the best stuff. So I just got one today. I got a shipment of a new kind in yeah. that I'm excited to try out. You'll get whole beans or ground. I get ground. However you brew it at home, they guarantee you'll love your first order or they'll replace it for free. You got to try trade. They're offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash Nate. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash Nate and let trade find you a coffee you'll love. Once again, that's drinktrade.com slash Nate for $30 off. And don't forget about Mother's Day. It's a good Mother's Day gift. It's a good Mother's Day. A trade subscription is the perfect gift for the coffee lovers in your life. And finally, oh, it's our old friends, Athletic Greens. I eat really, really healthy. I exercise a lot. I'm worried about these two guys that I'm with. I'm trying to get them, and I got them on board with Athletic Greens. Yeah, we do that. Yep. So they don't need to do anything else. You just wake up every day. And you put a scoop in water and you drink it. It's a special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovering, focus, aging, everything. (laughs) It tastes great, easy to make. It's like, why have all this stuff in your cupboard? You got Athletic Greens as one little bag. That's all you got to do. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and help your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. One scoop of water and water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills to make it easy. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is get on your internet browser, your phone, your whatever. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Nate. That is athleticgreens.com slash Nate to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, So this week, uh, we are talking about what? Books. 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 That's how far we've come. If you'd asked me a year ago that we'd be doing a books episode, I would have thought it would have... Taking a little longer. Yeah. This is definitely here the, the facial hair crew for this for this particular topic. I don't even know. I don't even know where this is going to go. You remember the last book you read? Let's cover to cover. Uh, Lone Survivor. Okay, probably. When was that? When, uh, like, right when that book came out. <laughs> when was the book came out? It's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that movie came out like ten years ago, didn't it? Yeah, I would say, yeah. We have no internet in here right now. By the way. Okay. I, like our, well, I mean, this is the best. I would say Lone Survivor. I was going to say, maybe we should, the books episode, we don't use yeah. the internet. Yeah. Or try not to. Yeah. That's, I would what's do, ki- that's what's killing books is the internet. I know. Yeah, I would do Lone. Yeah, I think it was Lone Survivor. My dad always wanted me to read The Hobbit, and he kept he would always give it to me, and I never read it. 
and, and I never, I was like, this is great. And I was like, God, I don't want to get in. <laughs> my dad and brother are like really into like Harry Potter, Hobbit. Like they like all Lord that Lord of the Rings. Stuff. Lord of the Rings, all that stuff. And I just don't like that stuff. So I was like, I never, never read it. I started reading it once and then I was like, God, I'm out, dude. I feel like Harry Potter's the exception, but I understand. Like I never got into Lord of the Rings, like any of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. I want to read. I want to read a lot more. Mm-hmm. I do. I am. I. I actually got a book on the Scribd, and whatever. And, I, and now I can't think of the name of it. But it's like this mystery book, and it's like this crazy thing. And I tried to, but I am. I have a hard time <clears throat> focusing. It's tough, man. It's yeah. I. Don't, I mean, I. I can't even make it to a page, uh, and it's. And I, I. It's like I get done with like a paragraph, and I go. I don't even know what that paragraph was about. <laughs> I feel like I used to be able to read books. Yeah. Yeah. Like I used to be able to like that was a I bad could place focus. to pause. That was a, yeah. I used to be able to read books. Books. Yeah. <laughs> uh you know, he gave me uh, for my birthday, he gave me the Phil Knight uh book. Shoe uh, Dog. Shoe Dog. Oh yeah. And so I was excited to read that and it's like I'm gonna try it. Like I was, I got in my backpack, I'm like, all right, let's read this. Like, but it's uh I don't know, man. I feel like biog- it could be I done. Feel like biographies are li- like I, I. It's easier for me to read biographies because I, I feel it's easier to jump into the story, and they start so much quicker mm-hmm. as opposed to like when it, like you have to somebody has to set up a whole world, and instead of a biography is like it's the world that we live in now, right? Or something like titles. Lord of the Rings, you, you they have to introduce a whole new vocabulary, yeah. places. Oh, yeah. Things, people, yeah. I mean, you know how many I words I butchered did. in Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Just, when I when I went and see the movie, I was like, oh, so that's how you say Hermione? Yeah, is that? How it is? <laughs> yeah, because that what that's what wasn't bouncing around. <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, I read. I read like you know. I read uh, Jordan's Jordan. I swear, I used to be able to read books, and I honestly, it might maybe it's like the way the life is now with the internet, social media, and all this stuff that you're just you have no attention for anything that's long. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll be honest. I don't know if I could even read a book right now. Like, I don't, I don't think I would register. I, I could, it's like, I could do it like, but I don't, you know, it's like, if you ask me to run a marathon, you're like, I mean, I can, Yeah, in theory, take me, in theory it's going to take me a, uh, a few months, a year. Yeah. You know, I'll probably put it away, just live in some random house for f- six years <laughs> yeah. and then I'll get back out and go do it again. But it's yeah, I, I don't know if I could. It's a it's. I mean, can you get like I don't even pay attention. Like, I do audiobooks is what I do. I don't. I know. I have trouble listening. To- <laughs> well, it's, it's also cause, mean, it's also because there's books that that have re- the readers can be bad. Yeah, that's the other part too. Is you'll have a book that is could be an amazing book, but if the person reading it is not performing well, then it's not good. Like some of the best audiobooks are because the guy reading them or lady. Mm. You know, is performing them at a high caliber. Yeah, you got to say, lady, they're allowed to read books. Yeah, now. they are. Yeah, I mean, that's re- uh, you that's, know, that's, that was that's disrespectful, recent, though, right? Maybe but, in your early days when only women, only men could read <laughs> and read stuff. But yeah, dude, that's disrespectful. Women are allowed. I think they've been allowed to read. You know, nineties, early nineties. Yeah, right before, at least eighty five. At least right before yeah. Jordan got on his run. Yeah. Right, right. I remember specifically Jordan getting on his run mm-hmm. and hearing a lot more women talk about it. Yep. And I go, well, how do y'all even know this is happening? How do you <laughs> we read in the papers. Yeah, I go, you what? And then, yeah. We read it. Oh yeah, I, that's that's my thing with movies. That's why I think I'm watching these old movies or something. Like it's like, 
Uh, and I, I just, probably, I just think it's like I'm so busy or something, and your mind just always going mm-hmm. that I just, I just can't even focus to try. I got a few things that I can kind of focus on, and the rest is, and we're down, we're getting narrowed down. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not much. There's a, there's a small. <laughs> I used to be able to do all this, and now you're like, I can only, I can only focus on. I got this tiny little. You're doing really well in that spot, though. I'm doing great. Yeah, there's not a lot of new coming in. But there's just a lot of specific me that's coming in. Yeah, yeah. Not a ton of new. Not, nah. not, a, not a big net. Nah, you don't need all that. I don't need all that. Bring it right just there. there. Right there. Maybe just, maybe instead of like, because also the books that you're talking about are really big. Yeah, so but I mean, start... I'm, you know, I'm a normal American that should be able to get through a book. Like, I don't, don't you shouldn't be like, uh, I was American, doesn't matter. I'm a normal human. <laughs> I mean, I'm just a, you know, it's like, I'm not. It's what I don't know what to maybe I, I mean, maybe I'm not normal. Maybe something's wrong with my brain, but <laughs> it's I don't see how. How can you not get there? Y'all don't have any trouble. Like, do you remember it? I mean, I do audiobooks, that's how I do it. You can read a book. I have, I, mean, I think I have trouble with magazines. I couldn't read a, an article. I mean, you, I try to read an article and it's big. You're yeah. like, come on. <laughs> I, there's, there's no get to it. Yeah, I, well, I, I don't even know. I don't even, I wouldn't even know, like, I would just bail on it and then be like, I can't, I can take in new information. I think I like talking about it and I like hearing about it from someone. Like if I hear it and I trust that person, I'm like, I like hearing this person tell me this kind of thing. There's some things that I can, but it's very specific. So maybe that's a new, just as older you get, you go, I'm not distracted by as much noise. I see what is noise and what is not noise. And I could just focus on the not noise mm-hmm. and the rest of it. I'm like, I, where am I going to go with that? You yeah. know, I do know it takes me longer to read things because I got to like, I'll be with uh, hanging out with my girl and she's like, read this article. Yeah. And then I, I can, she hand it to me and I start reading and I can tell that she's like, being like, man, it yeah. did not take me this long. Yeah, to, like, yeah, yeah. I could feel her nervous energy. Yeah. Like, 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 and now I'm like, oh, no, nah, I'm taking way too That's long. That's the worst when you uh, two people are reading the same thing at once yeah. and you have to. You can tell that they're done. to their speed, and you're <laughs> like, let's just, you know. They're done. They're doing something else, and you're yeah. like, oh. You held that phone up pretty early uh, yeah. in that story. <laughs> I, I mean, there was a good five seconds of, I so didn't my, know. <laughs> he goes, so my girlfriend, like, the other day, I was like, I was doing this, like, she'll do, she'll show me an article, and you're like, oh, okay. I mean, I was like, I don't know what's happening with this. It took a long time to get to it. He goes, so my girlfriend will... So, you know, like sometimes we hang out at night, and so she'll be sitting there, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And she goes, "Well, I was thinking the other day, did you uh, read this article? Was well, there no phone there? That's his no." He goes, "She goes, we read this article in the newspaper," and you're like, "Well, what was that?" He goes, "What?" He doesn't even know he's doing it's it. Not even a he's not even aware. He just, Justin, you talking about not knowing what you do with your hands in a picture. You're, you're your hands are just go like this in every story. You're like, "Hey, I was at the grocery store." And I was sitting there reading, uh, you know, on the one of the magazines and the people magazine. I turn it over, and you're like, "What? You, what was that about?" You know, he goes, "I don't know. I don't know how to not do that." <laughs> oh, <man. clears throat> top four top selling books of all time. You know what they are? First the one's Bible. probably an easy. Bible. Bible's not even close. Second book, I would be very surprised if you get Old Man in the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> huh? No. Quran. 
Quran's number three. Okay. So number two, is it a real book or is it like a religious book? It's not a religious book, but it is, it's not a, like a novel. Uh, dictionary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, these are not I bad guesses. I don't know You're why. laughing, I don't, but I, these I don't are not know, bad guesses. I don't know why that made me laugh. Yeah. It is a collection of quotations from Chairman Mao. Well, how would I ever so know that? That's what yeah. I'm saying. It was uh, yeah. 1.1 1. 1 billion copies. Wow. Uh, how who is chairman like in uh he's a leader of the communist revolution in china in 1949 and mm. chairman of the chinese communist party of china so people had to read it i was gonna say the government yeah. probably yeah. bought all yeah. those yeah i was gonna say a, I, i've been to, that's I've been a very to, loose like he goes i'm them to reading book you're like i mean all right yeah, like we weren't into it but goes, i've been to know. so many libraries <laughs> and let me tell you something i've <laughs> he passed the book out better than anybody I've never been to a library where we're like, oh, they, they, yeah, this is this is my first edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of the and the, the, the book is just of quotes of him. Just yeah, contains four hundred and twenty-seven quotes on thirty-three different topics. I would probably be. I could probably. I probably get through that book because it's. It's been how long his quotes are. Yeah, just little bite-sized pieces. You know, but it's like sun doesn't shine on the other side. Like it's like <laughs> it that. Does. Yeah, I don't know. But like I'm just thinking of a quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, okay. All right. It doesn't. It's on this side, so it never shines on the other side. Yeah, uh, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, his are all just very, you know. He just starts quoting Goodfellas. They're just yeah. like bumper stickers. They're bumper <laughs> stickers that he, be happy. You go, okay. Yeah. That's quite a quote, Mal. Man, yeah. that, that communism merch store must be crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's all merch. Uh, number four, you've already mentioned it, Lord of the Rings. Oh, wow. Best-selling novel in history. To date, it has sold around 155 million copies all around the world. Wow. Um, so that's up there. That's good. That's cool. Good for Lord of the Rings. <laughs> longest book ever? I mean. Is it? Oh, I never would. No. What is the longest book ever? I don't know if I could watch the movie. I don't know if I could make it. It's three mm. movies. They made it three movies. Yeah. I think I've seen it, but I remember around that time, I was like, I could tell if I'm not interested in this, I don't even. It's it is pointless of me watching it. I just I did I did I I I hate to say the phrase hated it, but I like <clears throat> other than that Helm's Deep battle, which was amazing. I was just like, man, I'm good. Call call me when you got some wands. Yeah, I don't even know what any of that meant. <laughs> <laughs> wands like Harry like magic. Oh, wands. Yeah, wands. Oh. What do you think I said? Like wantons? Y-U-A-N. That's, what I, that's how I pictured that was spelled in my head. Juan. Y U A N. Yeah, I don't know why I had a Y, but. <laughs> Not a J? No, it went Y so, in my head. So, so you misspelled it even in your head? Yeah, yeah. When you said it, I go, Y-U-A-N. What is that? It's a Juan. Yeah, what's a Juan? Yawn. <laughs> if you had to guess, Justin, whether there were more McDonald's <gasps> or libraries in the United States, what would you guess? Hmm, hmm. Uh, I mean, I would, in my head, I would guess McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. But there are fourteen thousand one hundred fifty-seven McDonald's restaurants, a hundred and twenty-one thousand libraries. So too many libraries. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. <laughs> too many. Too many. We can get rid of some. <clears throat> we can get a, There's probably a ton of them we can get rid of. Now only sixteen thousand of those are public libraries, like the ones like the city library and mm. stuff. But there that, we go. that includes switching, private. Switching things around yeah. again. So what? But well, that's still more than McDonald's. Okay, let's not act like that. Yeah. Really changes things. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, it's a big number. So you're talking about like private libraries? Yeah, like a private library. Like Is this a library? I got those books up there. Yeah. You <laughs> That have clearly never been cracked from what yeah. we're understanding. <laughs> no, I read a lot of them. It's about comedy. Not for, still Team Six, I read that. I mean, I loved reading that stuff. Yeah. And I just am having a harder time reading. But well, you got that Zero Footprints book. That book, you you were the one that recommended me that. that yeah, one. I never read it. And it was great. And it was great. And I stopped. Because I, 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 I. That was the worst I part. I think I liked it, but I, I was like, I just don't have. As a, you know. Nate was like, Nate was, went and got that book. He's like, man, this book is. I'm, I wanted a book. It's, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And I go, I go, oh, dude, I'll, like, it looks interesting. I'll, I'll get it. And so I got the audio book and I spent. 18 hours of my life listening to that book. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. It was amazing. And so I, I I called Nate like two weeks later, and I was like, hey, did you finish the book? And he goes, no. <laughs> no. I go, well, are you like halfway? And he goes, no. I forgot no. about it. I don't even know where it's at. <laughs> I know exactly where it's at. It's on the bus. Oh, yeah. I know exactly where it's at. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you see I, if it moves every day? Because you... Because every time we open up the, he's got to look at the book to get the Xbox controller. Yeah, <laughs> he sees it yeah. every day. Still not moved. Yeah, uh, so I remember I bought my dad this DVD for Christmas, and then like five years later, I just saw it on the bookshelf. Rapper still on it. Oh, you that's know? Right. just like I don't know. He's yeah, like, I didn't care to watch it. What got, was it? Uh, Frost Nixon. Some. Oh, you know, oh yeah. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah movie. Yeah. He was like, yeah. oh, thanks. Yeah, who never can't wait it. to watch. Well, I, mean, I don't think if. I don't know that if I was trying to bond with my pop, I don't know that I would bring out Frost Nixon. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wow. There is this will break the icy. But this is a very, this comes as elite family. Well, I guess that's true. So, yeah. You, you probably watch like Field of Dreams or something. Yeah. That's yeah. common watch, mouths. You watch yeah. Frost Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> we could get this listed as a library, Nate. We'll call this the Bargetsy Library. Bargetsy Library. And yeah. I could come, you can, hang, you can issue cards and, <laughs> yeah. and come and check out a book. To take out a book. Yeah. Bargetti Memorial Library. Yeah. So the fastest and reader in the dead now. I don't know. Just <laughs> Memorial Library. Like, just anybody can come in here and remember you. Well, I don't think you have to have. Uh, that's a misconception. I think you can be memorial. Well, mem- yeah. No. Memorial. No. 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 Memorial. I mean, Memorial don't Day. You, memorial Day is about is it, yeah. right, right, remembering <laughs> past, past, and present. No, not no. That's no. that's not when you do Memorial Day. You, they say all the troops stand up. No, memorial, for the past. <laughs> memorial, for the people of the past. I know. Saying, memorial but, days but of people. Alive. Memorial days for people who have died. Right. Yeah. Veterans Day is everybody. I mean, yeah. maybe. I mean, if you want to live it that way, <laughs> yeah. I don't live it that way. Yeah. I go the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are. You guys are just living wrong. Yeah. yeah. How do you dress for a funeral? You wear like uh, a very flashy suit because you think it's a good time. You don't know what you don't understand what stuff is. Here you go. I thought we were just remembered him. He goes, no, I thought it was a pretty good. I thought we were having fun, just dude. I thought I thought he was going to be here. You said there's a memorial service. I go, I texted him and said I'm on late. I'll be there in a little bit. And you're telling me you walk in just devastated. Every memorial service, you are just overwhelmed because you just are like, yeah, oh yeah, we're meeting up there. All right, dude, I'll meet you up there. Uh, that's great. I haven't seen him in a while. And then he's, I have. He's gone. You're like, just lose it. And it's because you don't understand what memorial means. I have recommended. Uh, they were a buddy of my or somebody I knew rather was having a passed away and they were like let's take suggestions of things we should do to remember them and mm-hmm. i was like i don't know why don't we do a fireworks show <laughs> and uh i thought it was a great idea because yeah. everybody's always trying to find new industry like yeah. they, people are trying to make funerals happy now yeah and i was like why don't a fireworks show everybody loves a fireworks show mm-hmm. and the way they all looked at me 
was like they hated the idea so much. Yeah. Kind of like you guys are looking at me right now. Uh-huh. So what did they? They were like, "We're just going to do a funeral." Well, they should. Yeah, <laughs> it was the most. Ba- they were like, "Let's yeah. do an, so let's do something out of the box," and they did everything yeah. exactly normal. Hey, yeah. I'm not against you saying fireworks. I mean, I like a. Fireworks. You got the ball started. I'm telling you. And maybe they is like they're like, yeah, that is crazy. If you if you went to a funeral with fireworks, yeah. you would never forget it. Um, yeah, you're right. You would. I would yeah. not forget you that. You would not forget it. Now, Justin, God forbid. We come to your funeral. Do you five, want? Do you want me to do fireworks? Now? Oh, I want all. Of them. Mm-hmm. I want you to. I want you to have the tent on the ground okay. and then throw a road flare in it. Okay, I'm gonna have to cut this tape up and show it to your family before I go horrify yeah, them yeah, yeah. by yeah. launching fireworks off at your funeral. He's gonna show up before. Well, they named me. Yeah. They named me Justin Carl. So, so you're gonna show them the video within I think they're on board. a day of him dying. So here's Aaron. Justin's just passed. Mm-hmm. We got a Baron him Tuesday. Right. And Aaron plops in. Will you mind watching some of the Nate Land podcast? <laughs> so I can show you why we're doing I'm gonna shoot fireworks at your son's funeral. That's the only time you could show him. Yeah, yeah. That is right. Yeah. yeah. Like one day to show yeah. him that. How you doing? Aaron Weber. Uh they're like, who are you? You go, uh, so we're gonna shoot fire. You don't even say who you are. That doesn't matter. But we're gonna shoot fireworks <laughs> off at your son's uh, funeral. Well, he died yesterday. Well, you know, you understand the time crunch, I'm in. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get on the horn. We gotta here. drive to Arkansas. Yeah, get these right, things. right, yeah. right. We gotta find a supplier. Yeah, yeah. Cowley. Right. I'm gonna tell you something. If there's anybody that knows where to fight illegal fireworks, it's the, it's the Smith family. We'll, yeah. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, his, dad, these... his dad would be. Oh yeah. His dad would. I mean, we would. He would figure it out. I'm tell you, my my dad would not shed a tear during the whole. I think we have to tone his dad back. We yeah. have to go. You got to. <laughs> he would. Yeah. He would. Sp- he would spend everything that he was going to spend on the funeral on fireworks. And on fireworks. Yeah. How do these fireworks stores? Uh, what do they do? I mean, I don't know if sell fireworks. Are, yeah, but I, but there's only the two days a year you can shoot fireworks off, and there are these oh. huge structures on the side of the interstate. Yeah. What is going on? In there? I think it's like a novelty. I, I think people buy them for Fourth of July. Like your July's in the middle, so you're always around it. And then if you're in a place that doesn't sell it, you're like, hey, let's just stop and get fireworks now. You think somebody in March is like, let's go ahead and buy some fireworks? Yeah. I mean, people people buy them for St. Patrick's Day in Florida. They were shooting them off at New Year's. Yeah, Florida. A lot. New Year's, yeah. yeah. Well, new, yeah. Obviously, New Year's, new Year's yeah. And you, a Christmas holiday show, yeah. Okay. Now, I, now I understand why you were trying if to do you, it at a funeral. You just yeah, do it for yeah. Columbus Day. Who doesn't you know? love fireworks? That's yeah. crazy. Memorial Day. Uh, <laughs> Fastest reader of all time. The average human being reads at about two hundred and fifty to three hundred words per minute. With a comprehension of seventy percent, so that means you're reading at that speed, you only retain only about seventy percent of it. The world's fastest reader, Maria Teresa Calderon from the Philippines, eighty thousand words per minute. That's, I mean, with one hundred percent comprehension. I don't know. She has a photogenic memory. <laughs> you don't buy yeah. it. I mean. Evidently, she read a three-page-long college-level essay of three thousand one hundred thirty-five words in three point five seconds. So that's I mean that's about photogenic memory. That's all it is. It's not. It's that's that's. It's not reading. It's being able to recall. Yeah, that's one hundred percent comprehension. Yeah, she can just look at a page and she remembers every word. Yeah, you just look at it like that, and 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 then how do they know? Do they? Does she go? 
And they go, did you just read it? And she goes, I did. They go, golly, dude. Can you, are you kidding me right now? And you you know what it's talking about? I go, she goes, yeah. I know everything. Well, they probably... Go, God, that's so crazy. All right, well, let's put it in the World Book of... Did you get, his, get, 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 get the record book. Done, done, done. You read that whole thing? Whole thing. That's about the speed that she read that. Oh, yeah. 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 You ever that old Brian Regan joke? You got, I got my speed rating up. Yeah. <laughs> my comprehension plummeted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is very funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's when she would go like this. She'd go. And then be like, and you comprehended that whole thing? You go, yep. What's comprehension mean? So she, could, tell her, she doesn't know that. What's comprehension mean? He's like, you understand it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just not the word comprehension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a 2009 study of the University of Sussex found that reading can reduce stress by up to two-thirds making it a much more efficient relaxation method than listening to music, drinking tea, or even taking a walk. You believe that? No, because I this this is the most stressful episode of this podcast that I've yeah. ever done. I All feel, we're doing is talking about reading. I feel a yeah. lot of pressure when I read. Yeah. Because I, I, I know I'm just, as I read this page, I know I'm going to forget it as I turn it. And then <laughs> I'm just starting anew like the book started. I would need a book. One you want me long. to understand? No, if you want me to understand uh, a book, you, the first chapter needs to be the same page over and over again. And I need like it just, and I just keep reading the same, and eventually until I go like, all right, I'm good, and then I move on. It's like the hassle of that. I think I'd have to read it, I and mean, I would start some. I, I barely get, you know, There's some of these comments. No, not the comments, but like, I barely get like a paragraph. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. But I feel like it's like I'm too busy or something. You know, it's like there's a lot on your mind. That's what makes you. You got a lot going on. Yeah. I feel like also like there's a lot of times you read books and they get like really frustrating. Like I read Elvis's biography. Mm-hmm. When I say read it, I mean I listened to it. Okay. And and it frustrated you? Well, no, it was the fact that it was the biography is like I looked it up because my girl is really into is really into Elvis. And so I was like, I'm going to learn more about because I don't really know that much. So I was like, I'm like, you're taking an interest in her interest. So I wanted to, and I read all the things, and everybody said that this biography was like the best one. Mm -hmm. It's called like The Last Train to Memphis. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. And I looked it up, and it's like 18 hours long audiobook. And so Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, again, I'm, I'm investing in my relationship. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. And for 18 hours, I mean, this is like two, two road weekends, you know, like I'm investing the whole way. Yeah. And then, uh, I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like I gotta be close to the end and he's getting on a boat to go to Germany, like in the military, yeah. and then the book just ends. Oh really? It's like bro, oh. you didn't even get to what Vegas, yeah. Elvis. No, you just, he's going to Germany. He's 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 famous, but it's just like it's still just like bubblegum. Yeah. Pink suit. Yeah. Soda fountain, Elvis. Yeah. And. Did you it's, download the whole book? Whole book, eighteen hours, and they like they didn't get to anything fun, nothing yeah. like that. He's not even, about his childhood stuff. Or? I mean, a little bit, but it's like it's all just like, hey, they went to hang out, and then they get cheeseburgers. That's crazy. And then they went to Mobile, and mm-hmm. they went and they got cheeseburgers, and then you're like, this is the most infuriating. I spent yeah. eighteen hours. I mean, yeah. I was so excited to get to the the crazy. El- yeah. I mean, like I'm one. I want yeah. him to shoot guns from an airplane. Right. I want the fried peanut butter sandwich, Elvis. Yeah. yeah. Chubby Elvis. Gemstone. There you yeah. go. I mean, 
a fat famous guy is I love it so much. And the fact that the guy's like, he got halfway there and he's like, all right. And like almost like you know the rest of the story. Yeah, yeah. So and there was no mention of a second book whatsoever. That's the idea enraging. my, My theory with that idea is it's someone that's it's like the guy writes it thinking like, you know what? We all know the Elvis story where you're like, eh, no one probably really does that much. You know, not not that. I mean, like people that were alive when he did. But you're like, so he's like, I'm going to tell. He's like, but everybody knows the end of it. I'll just tell the beginning. And then people read it. My theory is that most of them don't like it, but they're embarrassed to not like it. Because it's like the the guy writes it as going, here's the beginning life of Elvis and then all those people they go yeah no I loved it it was great and everybody's aligned everybody. if you could get them all just alone you'd be like come on do, yeah. we, do we really like this book right, right and they'd be like well I wish he would have done more of that you exactly mm-hmm. it's like anytime you watch a Batman movie yeah where they're, yeah. they're literally like they're like they go to the like the Bruce Wayne you know they show the parents and all stuff and they're like can we just get to where people, the Joker yeah, in the once face? A, Can we just do that? Once a few people like something, it's like, I feel like it just goes. But that that that's, I have no idea. There are a couple of books so that have become standards to read in high school. Scarlet Letter. Yeah. And uh, Moby Dick's another one. You yeah. ask any, nobody likes those books. Yeah. People be like, these are not enjoyable reads. Yeah. But for some reason, they've just become part of what we need to teach. Yeah. You. Scarlet Letter is awful, dude. Yeah, that book stinks, dude. It's brutal. Moby too. Dick is awful. Yeah, uh, but we just—it's just part of it. Yeah. But you're right. I think we lined up everybody and go. Can we all just agree? Yeah, we can move on to something yeah. else. These are the older books. Let's read Lone Survivor instead. Yeah. You know, it's a probably a way better book. Yeah. Did you guys? True. Did you guys get like Christian books when you were ki- like Bible? <laughs> no, 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 no. So like, we had the Catechism. There was a. Uh, it was really popular when I was in middle school and high school. Or more middle school, but there was like Christian authors that would find like they were like, like the left behind stuff like that. Yeah. No, like there's a guy in particular that I'm thinking of. His name is Frank uh, Peretti. Is his name? Okay, never. And heard of him. he was like a he was like the Christian Stephen King. Oh, so he wrote like supernatural things. Like one of those b- books that he wrote that I was like that the, everybody like at my school like passed around. Was like a book called The Oath, and it was about an invisible dragon that would eat people that would commit sins. Oh yeah, and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, invisible dragon. And the cover was so, it was awesome because it was like, you're like, yeah. oh dude, I don't know what's going on in there. Yeah. It's like, it's like, there's Jesus message in there. Like, yeah, that was the best part. Is like, whenever you were like in a, like a strict household, yeah. if something was like, it felt like it was like breaking the rules kind of. Yeah. But you're like, oh, it's oh, Christian. Yeah. yeah, like look at look at that cover. I love the snake tongue on eyes. Passed around like Ooh. like the kids were dealing drugs at your high school. Yeah. We passed Dude. that book around like a Brian Regan album. Hey, do, like, do you, yeah. have, do you have the oath? Yeah, yeah, I can get yeah. I can get you the oath, dude. There was a when you go when we go to the school <laughs> library and there was a wait list on it. It was wow. like it was like three weeks deep oh, to wow. get that book. We had Harry Potter at the library. We were reading the good mainstream stuff. Oh, you know it, was, I mean? it was crazy. Though. Not trying to brag or anything. <laughs> yeah, I know you're big into dictionaries, Nate. You know, in the first dictionary. Well, you, <laughs> you mentioned it earlier. I am. <laughs> I was trying to do some segues here, dude. Samuel Johnson wrote the first English dictionary, 1755. Took him seven years. 42,700 entries with 114,000 literary examples. He only got help 
writing the examples from assistance. The rest he did completely himself. Wow. Some dude just sat down and wrote the yeah. dictionary. That's the first the first Did he make money off of it? First English one. Would have took seven years? Seven years to do it. I wonder if he made money. I'm hoping he did. Yeah. I mean, that's quite a service he's done for the English speaking world. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Back then I don't feel like they were they would do that stuff off pride. Yeah. Uh yeah, it was published. Yeah. Oh, okay. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got he got money for this. He was living large after this, dude. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Why? Because it was published. Well, uh, oh, never, never. Yeah, he got he got my money. He got oh. money for doing this. Oh, but it says he got some of fifteen hundred guineas. <laughs> what is that? Oh, Which is like a two hundred, the equivalent of two hundred fifty thousand dollars to write yeah. this. Yeah. Which I guess but over took the course seven of seven years. years. $250,000 yeah. over seven years. I mean, years. back then, though, 250 grand prior is $10 million. Right. Like, right. Uh, well, so that's the modern equivalent. Yeah. Oh, it'd be like 250. Oh, yeah. Like 250,000 so, now. So, oh, maybe uh, it's like driving for Uber. Like he had another job. And yeah, then right. every night he went home and wrote the dictionary. And I mean, he and he have to explain that to people. They're yeah. like, what? Right, yeah, he doesn't know, and he goes, "Oh, that's right. All right, I'll put dictionary in." He writes it down, and he puts, I need to put the definition of dictionary. Anytime he says, someone goes, "Eh, eh, eh," they just want something, and he goes, "What, what?" And he goes, and then he hands him a pen. He goes, once he gets the pen back, he goes, "Pen." <laughs> I write that down. You know, you'll like this. The dictionary you've heard of, Noah Webster. You know, Webster's Dictionary, eighteen oh six. It was the first truly American dictionary. Now he tried to simplify the spelling of a lot of words because he thought the way the English people spelled it was too complex. Mm-hmm. Like he changed, like uh, you ever see when they put like the R before the E at the end of a word? Yeah, like center, C E N T R E. Yeah. He's oh, like, yeah. let's just come on, just put the E R. Yeah. That's how it sounds. He changed plow. P-L-O-U-G-H to like P-L-O-W. Right. Yeah. So he did a bunch of that, but he tried to do a bunch more and people were like, come on, this is too much. He wanted to change tongue to like T-U-N-G. Yeah. And just like, let's just spell it how it's written. Yeah. You know, women to W-I-M-M-E-N. Women? Oh, I like. Yeah. Women, yeah, I knew you would be on board with this. He's like, why are we spelling it different than we say it? I'm down with the tongue thing for sure. I can't I can't believe that one didn't catch on. I think there's a point that goes, look, we look, Stupid, uh, like you know, I guarantee that we look like rednecks. Yeah. So let's have a let's class up some of these words. Right. I gave you plow. Let's I just, gave you center. He goes. Center. He went. It seems like he's really targeting a group. Mm-hmm. He goes. I'll let you do plow. You know, people that plow are they're going <laughs> to spell like that anyway. But the tongue people, come on, dude. These are our, these are our doctors. Like let's let them. Every word that he gave them was like a dumb. Yeah. Like in you know, like I mean, yeah. he, he so this guy was gonna. Just, he's like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna just change it everywhere. Yeah, and it, I mean, I'm them going off just two choices, but the one the manual labor farmer job. He goes, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. and then tongue. He's like, uh, dude, these are yeah, yeah, these are some of our smartest people. Yeah, we are a civilization. We are a civilization. Let's go T O U N G. Is ever- there an E at the end of it? Yeah. T O U N G E. Yeah. Yeah. T O N G U E. There almost has T-O-N-G-U-E. to be a thing. T O N G U E. I think it said T O U N. T O N G U E. Yep. That makes sense, though. Yeah. But T U N G, I mean, you know, it would have been nice. 
But it, it would have been nice. But yeah, but tongue T U N G, it does. You know, it just sounds like we're not going to make it. Do you ever write things phonetically? I mean, I read everything phonetically. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, if I don't know, I'll just kind of give it a go. Like I just think of like whenever I'm having to like read something out loud, mm-hmm. I write it the way it's spoke, like in my head, the way that it. Like I just imagine him. That guy's like been trying to get people on board for oh, yeah. months. Yeah. And then he just sees somebody do it, and he's like, see, I told you. Just- How does he get all the words? I mean, someone gives him a – does he just find them? Someone mails them something? I think, well, you're working off the other guy's dictionary. Yeah, but the first guy's dictionary is like, that dude just has to do it all on his own. He's just like the words I've heard in my life, I yeah. guess. There's um, a lot of sticky notes on that one. I guess it would take seven years because you got to be like, well, I got to – you know, every day I need to come home with 10 new words. Yeah, I got to go have conversations with people, yeah. see what they're saying. How are you doing today? Weather good? You see how it's well, son, does it come? To- oh, it goes coming. All right. Forgot about that one. Let me put that in there. <laughs> so this is a good question. How, do, how does a new word get added to the dictionary? It still happens. Every year they add these words to the, yeah. the official dictionary. Uh, when people use a word or phrase frequently enough that it appears in widely read print and online publications, lexicographers take notice. Mm. What a made-up title for a job. Yeah. That lexicographers. Yeah. Notre Dame graduates is what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Oklahoma State. Yeah. I didn't graduate from there. Oh, really? I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to disgrace there. Oh, my bad. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. First, they collect citations of the word. They go out, find where it's used. They make sure it's coming from people with diverse backgrounds over the over a long period of time. It can't just be like. Yeah. If we all just start saying a word. We said bingle. Bingle. Yeah, bingle. exactly. <laughs> then it's got to get people from all over yeah. saying it for okay. it to make sense. And then they review the evidence and decide uh, decide if they want to put it in. Yeah. And you add a few words. What was uh, – they just changed the definition of literally to basically mean anything now. Oh, wow. Because people just started – people used it wrong so much that they're like – Oh, uh, what, what do you mean? So now it's – you know, you hear people yeah. misuse literally yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is literally the biggest cup I've ever yeah. seen. So yeah. they're just like, let's just let them just let them yeah. use it. It can mean figuratively, too. Yeah. Which is literally the opposite of. Oh. But if you look at the official definition. It now says. It now just means, yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know it's if that's whatever. good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good precedent, for yeah. sure. <laughs> like, you just, yeah, you just go. All right, that's fine. We're, I mean, we're on our way back to T-U-N-G. <laughs> you know, like I feel like that's the – we're just heading in that direction that you're going. They fought it back then, and now we're just like, all right, you win. Well, didn't they add like the skirt thing? Like one of the Migos's like Phil? Oh, the skirt? Yeah. That? How do you spell that? I, could, could, I mean, I had trouble with tongue. Pray up to you, Siri. <laughs> yeah, we should. I'm just, look, look, okay, we got a bunch of COVID words got added. Oh, yeah. Breakthrough, super spreader, yeah. vaccine passport, that's in the dictionary now. I could now. have made those words up. <laughs> what aboutism? I hear that oh, a lot. Yeah, I hear that yeah. a lot. Yeah, AstroTurf, that just got added? What? Oh, AstroTurf in, uh, in that context. As what context? The figurative use of AstroTurf is used to describe political efforts, campaigns, organizations that appear to be funded and run by ordinary people, but are in fact backed by powerful groups. So if you're like, we're a grassroots organization, and then there's really a billionaire giving you money in the bank. That's okay. that's AstroTurf. 
I'm gonna say I think we're about done with Astro. Fluffernutter. <laughs> That's a eh, they're still adding a lot of fun words. Air fryer just got added. I oh, mean, they're wow. keeping up with yeah. the times. Yeah. You know, I'm on board with that ad. That's for sure. You yeah. a big air fryer oh, guy? Oh my gosh, so much. Yeah, what are you making it? Uh, pizza is the like. Well, like you make that, a homemade pizza? In not an air fryer? A, not a whole one, but like when you get when you get pizza, you got a few slices left over. Ghost kitchen. Oh, a commercial cooking facility used for the preparation of food consumed off the premises. Also called a cloud kitchen or a dark kitchen. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Doorbell camera, a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. So there are over 171,000 words in the English dictionary now. Oxford has how many? Yeah, over 170,000 in the current English dictionary. Oh, that's it. Yeah, Oxford Dictionary is 273,000. We got to think it started with 42,000 back in 1755. Yeah, and we're up to 172. So we've been adding words like crazy. Well, it's weird that they're the terms now and not words. Because I feel like doorbell and camera both are in the dictionary. Yeah. It's weird that they're ter- like now we're putting things yeah. together. Mm-hmm. That's it's true. called a, like a me. compound word. Yeah, but so wouldn't that be a separate dictionary? Or is there going to be a separate section of the dictionary? For compound words? Yeah. No, there are singular words. But aren't compound you words know? connected? Yeah, so it's one word. Yeah, but it's not like like the doorbell camera mm-hmm. or blank check cup. Like those are all separate. Like, like that's yeah. You're not really yeah, making up a I new guess. word. You're going well. It's a doorbell, but it also has a camera on it. Well, you, well, those are two different things. Mm-hmm. You just combined them. So why are you writing a new? Because it's so, a whole different thing. Uh, yeah, but then you're like, feels like sometimes kind of like they get paid by word. <laughs> To do this, and now they're just drumming up business. They must be. But it's a doorbell camera. It's a doorbell that has a camera on it. Okay, that makes sense. But why don't we just keep the word separate in the dictionary? You know, like mm-hmm. who's going to look up doorbell on its own, then go to camera, and then be like, still like, I don't get it. I mean, I'm so. And they go, well, come on down to this section, uh-huh. and we'll show the compound. Come down section. the compound words, and, and it's it says doorbell camera. Goes okay, <laughs> finally. I'm just so glad. I guess you're right. Yeah, there's there's a space in there. Yeah. yeah it's, you know, it's, just, that's why they call them entries to clear glad, up that. I'm just thing. glad you guys are on board with right. that. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I airballed that Memorial Day thing so bad. No, that's all right. I was yeah. like, everything else after that, I was like, oh, man, I don't know. No, no, that yeah. was a funny it's moment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It was good. Yeah. Now, do you prefer, if you are reading a book, do you prefer having it on a an electronic device or do you like holding the actual book? Right now, like, I like to read the book, but. I've tried to read on my iPads and some, like I, I do that. And I, you know, I got to get used to that. I've never tried a Kindle. And I think I would like to try it to mm-hmm. see what that is like. But I don't like the Kindle. I, if I have read books on iPad, I read uh, Gucci Man's biography on the iPad. And it was really good. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, it was unbelievable. His biography is one of the most exciting. Who wrote it? Uh, he did. I mean, I mean, you know, okay. yeah, I'm sure yeah. he had somebody peeking over his shoulder every once in a while. Right, right, right. Uh, but. I mean, his his biography maybe jumps off quicker than any other biography that I've ever read. Like, it starts from chapter one. It's the most exciting. Better than Elvis's. I mean, I'm t- I mean, yes. better than any chapter of Elvis's. <laughs> yeah. It was it's bananas. Yeah, but it's also like cool because he's like again like the biographies are great because you watch people who are great and influential become great. Yeah, and you see why, and they kind of like it helps you change your process. Yeah. Yeah. You ever hear somebody just say, I just love the smell of an old, I just love the smell of a book. 
Yeah. yeah. Like book collector people. Yeah. They're like, I can't do you the Kindle. I like I love the way a book feels. I love the smell of I it. I like the way it just seems easy. To, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a word for the the uh bibliosmia is this the smell of old books. Oh. There's a real word for that. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Yeah, that's fun. It just smells like mildew. <laughs> it yeah. just smells yeah, that's what it is. Mothballs yeah. and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Longest sentence ever printed. It's in the uh, uh, Les Miserables. I was going to say it was in the Tennessee Kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the transcript of in the Tennessee, Tennessee Kid. kid. <laughs> it's one hour straight. Are you going to write a book still? You think you might uh, one day? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That would be fun. Yeah. So I just love for you to do the audio book for it. Oh, can we, we might talk about it next one. I'll talk yeah. about that video game that you... Oh yeah, that you did the yeah, yeah. voiceover for yeah, yeah, it's yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, not uh, just not just a guy, not just a guy walking down the sidewalk. No, it's the main character, the whole thing. Yeah. No, it's cool. That was so. That one was uh, uh, it's on the Steam Deck, and uh, it was very yeah, it was crazy. I went down there and I would do it. It was so fun. They were like awesome, and it was just like it was yeah, it was crazy to be like you just in there doing. That's the greatest gig ever. Is like just doing the voiceover booth. But I mean, yeah, you're just in there and you're just saying all this stuff and aperture desk job. I like that they just let you. It sounded like you. They were just like say it in your own voice. Yeah, yeah, they wrote it. Like uh, the dudes that wrote it all, like they were fans, so they kind of knew. And then, but I would say there's a dead gummit in there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I had that in there. Uh, I don't know for sure. I thought I tried to put a folks in there before. Oh yeah, but I don't remember I, that. I don't know for sure. But it was, but they, but I mean, like, they, I, I would say what they wrote, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's crazy, dude. It's it's uh, really cool. And, you know, uh, yeah, I haven't played the game, but it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it fit, your voice fits the vibe of the whole thing. Yeah, it's sure. hard to picture that, though. When it's your voice, you're like, I don't know, am I that? You're like, you just, All but right. I feel, it's not like I'm like, I, you feel like embarrassed. You're like, I, I'm not this. Like this is this, y'all should have got someone else. That's mm-hmm. almost what you feel because you just hear your voice and you're like, right. I don't know what I'm doing. You know? Right. And I'm nervous that these people. You're like, you're gonna get fired, dude. You shouldn't be using <laughs> me. You know. Yeah. Uh. So, but yeah, it was great. I mean, it was it was a very very cool thing. It's cool to see it come out. It's like, you know, I knew about it for a little bit, obviously, and then, uh, but it came out. Yeah, like you know. They turned it around quick. I mean, the game, I believe, is already built. Mm-hmm. So That's so cool, man. Mm-hmm. Well, Les Miserables. You never see that in movie? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. The book, there is a sentence, 823 words long. It's a long sentence. Wow. That's a run-on. Longest one ever printed. President Theodore Roosevelt, we talked about him here on the podcast before. You're familiar with him. Yeah. He read at least one book per day. He'd read one in the morning before breakfast. And then, depending on a schedule, another two or three in the evening. That's dedication. That's you had nothing else well, to do I, back yeah, then. I don't know if, uh, yeah. You don't know if you believe it, <laughs> or that's just like a I fun mean, how, thing to say. A book, a book, a whole book. He mm-hmm. would finish it. Yeah, before possibly breakfast. Possibly three books a day before breakfast. So before breakfast, he gets up and reads up one book. Yeah. So how long's a book back then? Were they fifty pages, forty pages? Yeah, they're probably a little, little like same length as the books now. It's not like books have gotten that long. Well, I, I mean, you think you read three hundred pages? Might be able to a couple, you know, an hour or two. 
Be able to knock one out. <laughs> I mean, that's I just feel like that's so and so. First of all, how are you like? What else are you doing during the day? Well, he's the like, president. So I know that's what I'm, that's what I'm country, saying. It's like yeah. I don't know if just nothing's going on, or if you're just like, I well, let's see. We can't. Really, who, who is this? This is Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah, I mean, maybe he couldn't really talk that much. You know, it's like he wasn't getting calls. <laughs> I mean, he's got the look. For that's it. true. So he's not. You know. So he's like doing. You know, you just kind of sit around the house. I bet it was. I mean, look, being president back then, if you're president, it's like it either becomes, it's either like you're doing nothing or it's the craziest thing. You're in like a war. Yeah, <laughs> like you're, yeah. it's like, oh, you're like, yeah, I have time to read some books. Look at this, dude. You just wake great, up, who, sit in that little wicker chair. Who, who reads in a wicker chair? Like, that's also how I know. I don't Very believe it's real. So you believe he's posing for this? Oh yeah, because that's I, not how you would read. First of all, as a, as a he's a chubby guy. Nobody reads with a vest. Like that's how you, people dress back then. You don't man. read in uncomfortable clothes. Like that's insane. yeah. He's the president in he's the 1900s. He's not yeah. going to have sweatpants on. I and mean, but they, it's like, well, and they just invented cameras, <laughs> and so he's like, all right, I'll get dressed up for the camera. I mean, there's like, uh, like that's you know. I mean, that's why he did. Yeah. Once they think he's like, so I got to dress up, and you're like, I mean, it's going to be pretty obvious we're about to take this picture. I mean, I like how I got one of him falling asleep. I'm sure he woke up when he heard that. Like he just goes, just the loud, just like his lightning hitting. He's like, ah, and he goes, what was that? And they're like, there's still a glow. The person just disappears, and then he's like, was am I dreaming this? Well, Americans don't read the most in the world, if you can believe it or not. If you had to guess what country reads more than any other country, what would you guess? Mm, England. You got to think about what are the, that's a great guess. What are the situations that would cause you to read a book? I'm going to say like a cold weather place, Mm -hmm. someplace like Iceland or maybe like Denmark, Sweden, someplace like that. It's Iceland. It's Iceland. Mm. <laughs> Seattle's number two. It's Iceland and Seattle. Yeah, Iceland and Seattle. I knew I was close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we talk about bizarre books. Or you know, remember in Harry Potter, the forbidden book section? Yeah. Uh there Harvard owns a book that is bound in human skin. Mm. Why would they have that? <laughs> Why do they have that? It's just an old book, and it was published sometime in the 1880s. They confirmed with 99.9% certainty that it is bound in human skin. I don't know why they're not 100% confident. Yeah. Why is there nothing in that it's ever 100% confident? If you can get to 90.99, why is that one extra just... Because if they get it wrong, they want to be like, well, we told you we weren't 100%. The book's been sitting in Harvard's uh, library since the 1930s and has a note inside of it from the donor who explains that the book was bound in human skin. People have used it to memorialize the dead or the still living, among other reasons. Uh, They said they got the skin from the back of a female mental patient (laughs) whose body was unclaimed after dying from a stroke. So they just scraped off her back and made a book out of it. Is there a picture of this book? I mean, do we want to look it up? I just don't. I don't. Why would you? Why would would just take it out of this school? <laughs> there it is. Oh, this one says debunked. Oh, what are these facts Brian's oh, giving me? Yeah, I mean, I feel like you gotta like 
Oh, golly. Science one, internet zero. So they were 99.99% sure. That's why they were 99.99% sure. We pull up an article. It says the Harvard bound book and human flesh isn't actually bound to human flesh. It's sheepskin. Well, that's what they want you to believe because they're probably getting some flack for having a human skin book. They're... Yeah. Apparently, whoever wrote this is a fan of the podcast. Yeah. Why is that? Because it said, sorry, folks. No, it sorry. does say, sorry, folks, up top. Yeah. That's very funny. Oh. Man. Oh, man. That's too bad. Where, I was enjoying you, that. Are you guys sad that it wasn't human skin from yeah. a patient? Well, she was no, already No, I mean, dead. I was going to be like, why would y'all, why would you have it? I would say, if, it, if they kept it, you'd be like, well, why would you do that? Like, just why are you going, well, it's a, you know, it's like, I don't know. You're going to be like, some lunatic yeah, did this. And y'all are, you know, and you keep, like, I get the idea of it. I get the idea of keeping it, but I would be like, I, you should never let anybody on earth know that you have the book. Like, yeah. like, this gets into, like, the world of, like, book collecting, and that's yeah. a whole different world. Like, yeah. it's also like, do you, if you've ever watched a documentary about book collectors, like, they're like. They, Let's they assume these, I haven't. They, well, it, it was I wasn't a. Got a hat that says Bigfoot Country on. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I just it's like it's like when people collect books like that, they just want the the rarity instead of like what's inside the book. Yeah, it's like they've printed new versions of these books. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like oh, I want a first edition. It's like well, what is that? Yeah. Like, you're not reading the first edition. It's just like you just want something because it's like old. It's like cool to have. I've always wanted to collect something. And I don't ever, I never, I, I, I try to think what I'd want to collect, and I can never find something that I'm like I would want to get into. Mm-hmm. I collect so much stuff. Really? Like yeah. that you're like, I like I, I think I really would like I, I try. I'm like, what would I want? I think I, I guess I would want probably something history. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. Maybe books. Maybe yeah. book collector. I'm yeah. just saying that you trash them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I go, books. Yeah, it doesn't sound. Every, I do like bibliismia. I do yeah. like that. Yeah. Every every time I hear about collectors, I go, I want to be a collector. I want to go. Like I like the idea that you're searching for something. Mm-hmm. That you're always like looking for something and yeah. searching for it. Like I think that's it's fun. It is fun. Yeah. What do you collect? I have I collect a bunch of sentimental stuff on the. I'm trying to visit every baseball park in the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going around the comedy or. Country for comedy. I get a baseball at every park. Okay. So I have one of those for all of them. I collect baseball cards. That's another. That's yeah. a fun one, yeah. by the way. Um, it's back. Yeah. It's back. It's yeah. very, yeah, the market's crazy. You better get rid of them before, you, before it falls out again. <laughs> uh, you're right. Probably. Some of them oh, I probably t- should sell. If I think stuff should only go up more because they're the, everything's going digital. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I would imagine anything that's like you can hold in your hands is it can only go up mm-hmm. because everything's going to get to where eventually nothing's we're, we don't have any papers or something like whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And so like you're like if you just hold on to anything that's like or go, you know, that's baseball cards I would imagine would be safe to there's gonna be a market so. for it. Right. Right. Well, I think also like with time, just you. I mean, I just think of fires storms floods just anything that it doesn't matter how much it's produced you give it enough time and eventually it's all going to disappear yeah it's all going to become rare anything that survives and is rare i agree i agree Mm -hmm. but that's you know i was trying to look at that i thought does that beep does that thing flash when we talk oh yeah oh okay (laughs) uh i just noticed that sorry everybody 
And that's why I was zeroed in on what I we were saying. If you guys are wondering what it sounds like when you're bombing in front of Nate, uh, you can just go ahead and clip that one up real quick. <laughs> that was like he was reading a book. <laughs> that's hey, not. That? Oh, yeah. Hey, you quick, were. You were quick, a hold book. on a second. What's that? What's that beeping thing? Yeah. What's that? What's that blinking light thing over there? Oh, so somebody's talking. Okay. All right. We were a book. Dude, just I, you were a book right now. I just so you know, I cut you off just to see if that would blink when I talked. That's on, the only reason I stopped the conversation. I was so not into it. But, and I go, all right, that's good enough right there. And I just said that to go, oh, I guess it does beep when I. I didn't notice flashes. that. Now I know I'll be looking at that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Every time I look at it, I'm going to think of it a, a little bit that I was trying to do that didn't work. Remember that? Yeah, right remember there? that? Remember that right there? No, that wasn't your fault. That that was my mm -hmm. fault. I wrote a book when I was a kid. Oh. Yeah. When I was like four, I spoke a book out loud to my mom. She wrote down the entire thing. It's yeah. pretty long. It huh? took a long time. Long? I mean, it's probably 30, 40, 50 pages. Yeah. When I was a kid. And I mean, it, it makes, my mom still has it in a binder. She wrote it yeah. all. It makes no sense. It's yeah. the worst story of all time. Yeah. But I was so into it. I remember being in the backyard saying it to her. Yeah. And uh, I need to find it. Let's say the ending is the hardest part. To well, I would say. Well, I, I was struggling with characters yeah, and yeah. everything. <laughs> I just hope you go on to greatness because then it'll be cool that you did that. And if yeah. you don't, it's going to be like, well, that kid was a psycho. Yeah. Like that's like, like something a book like that. There's only it can only go two ways. Like you go into greatness, it's gonna be in a museum. You're like, he came up with that that young. Yeah. But if you go on to nothing, it's like this like if you're in prison, it'd be like, yeah. he wrote a book to his mom. Wait, he was How do you not see this coming? Like, right. like you really have to do something in your life to make the dumb little stuff at the beginning to be like, right? Yeah, he was doing good. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. I feel like there's, there's, every person has moments like that where it's like, I'm either going to be great or I'm mm -hmm. going to be a lunatic. Your mom is Theodore Roosevelt. That apparently had <laughs> a lot of time to write. That. <laughs> She'd write one book before breakfast yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs> Two or three in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> she got, she does so many of them that yeah. she eventually just was like her four-year-old talked and she goes, oh, let's, let's go through this. We should get you should get it so we can. I need it. to find. I think it was called like Pickle Nose Eye Beetle. Like it made no oh, sense. Pickle, I'm, I'm, I need I'm to. On board. I need pickle to. Nose Eye Beetle. I think I'll text my mom it's after this and I'll see if she she can find it. Yeah. Pickle no eye, Nose Eye Beetle. I'm not. I'm not. I don't completely hate that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you're like I'm actually I'm, I'm I'm bored now. I would probably you want to see you want to see if I can get through your book. Okay. I might be able to. You might be able yeah. to. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you what. If you're looking for your comedy LLC, I think that's it right there. Yeah. Pickle Nose Eye Beetle yeah. LLC. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, well, everybody knows Production now, company. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, now everybody knows it. Just. If you're looking for your password for your, uh, for your credit cards, I think you got it right there. Pickle Nose Eye Beetle, right, everybody? <laughs> that sounds like a play in football. Pickle Nose Eye Beetle uh, on yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. Uh, that's, that all it? The, that's all the book stuff I got. All right. That was fun. That was fun. That was way better than reading a book. Yeah. I think you learned I mean, more. We could have... We, you know, we probably could have read a book in that time. I mean, a theater, shorter one. Theodore could have, for sure. Theodore could. Theodore's read oh, a few already. He could have read yeah. that one girl. She'd read 100 books. I still don't think that's real. I mean, people have photogenic memories, so I think they can... Like, she's like... If someone that's, like, super smart, it's like that, but you want to be like, yeah. It's like you... I, I don't... Yeah. I, I just don't think know. it's different. But it's I don't think thing. it's just looking at it and then remembering it. It's like you're reading it in real time just that fast. But if, yeah, if she can... 
if she knows everything, if she could pass a test, then what? Who are you to say she's not reading it? Right. You know, it's like hundred percent, hundred percent comprehension. But I mean, I just want to. They should also say, "Well, we let her." Is it her in the green? Oh, is that her? Yeah, uh, Tristan sent us this video. I can't figure out where where to go to it, but Tristan didn't know. What I think this is. About. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you looked at I mean, you look it up. World's fastest reader. I guess she does it on the. I definitely. Uh, well, why you can't? Is it not in the middle when they print the book out? How can you not see it? There you go. They, yeah. It's got to be right there. Here you go. She's going to. Tristan, do you have an idea where, where this is in this video? I mean, if it's, if it's true. Uh, this is like an eight minute video. Yeah. I don't know. No, where. you just keep going to that where you can see that. Uh, yeah, keep going. Oh, I mean, if, all right, it, if yeah. it's real, that means she can probably read something faster yeah. than a printer. Can Th- I mean, the setup oh, way faster. Good Morning Korea is set up wild. <laughs> there's, there's, I mean, a cat. She's in the middle of the couch, uh, surrounded by two people. They're talking to people eating breakfast. At and there's another guy just in a. I mean, it's it's uh, it's just, chaos. Yeah, just un- unmute it. There's, yeah. uh, but it's uh. It's 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 a ton. I mean, look up Good Morning Korea. There's the most is happening, and they have, yeah. I think she's the only guest, is what it looks like. And there's a guy they're not showing, and, and he's then, looking right in the camera. Yeah, I think they're speaking English, right? Yeah, they were speaking English. They're speaking English, but it's even. Yeah, you would be like, well, just do Korean, like you You know, it was like that was kind of hard. I mean, that's crazy because they're doing. But yeah, there's a lot happening. Yeah, it's hard to make sense of. But yeah, yeah. That's the world's fastest reader from Thailand. Right. Look it up. That's crazy. That's smart. Or Philippines, sorry. Oh. oh Golly. <laughs> didn't read it right. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. Again, we love you. Check everybody out. Instagram, Justin yeah, Smith. Justin Smith Comedy. Justin Smith Comedy. AaronWeber.net. Comedy.com. It's my AaronWeberComedy.com. It's my MySpace. Uh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's legit your MySpace page. No, I mean, it's a website that I built from yeah. scratch, but it looks like a MySpace. MySpace, yeah, that's cool. I'll get people to go to it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, it should be a professional website. People are spending money to go buy tickets. But, yeah, that's a that's a cute, fun thing. Uh, is Aaron Weber com- is AaronWeber.com taken? AaronWeber.com, AaronWeber.com was taken. Yeah, I had yeah. to get Aaron Weber comedy. That's a, yeah, okay. Uh, oh yeah, it looks like that. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, I mean it's cool. I yeah, you know it's cool. Uh, I, I I love. I get the idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're at the age that you would do this. So, uh, well you're thirty. Yeah, maybe just past it. Are you? Yeah, you're thirty now. Yeah, I'm thirty now. Oh boy, it's about time for a real website. You think? I, I mean, it's you know, I think they're gonna. I mean, between the two of us, one of us has got to do it. You can know. I think this is fine. Just keep those ticket prices reasonable. Uh, <laughs> I've never clicked that and it says $40. You're like, get it. Come on, dude. What are you talking about? I went to a, a fake MySpace page. Uh, all right. Go check it all out, everybody. Uh, we love you as always. Thank you. See you next time.
Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetzi, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.